I was waiting for people to fill on that. The God, what she did it. I did it. Mm. <clears throat> Live and like together. Yes. Ooh. Best time in a year. Oh my God, I can see her pause. <laughs> I know. What do you mean a year? It was more than a year. Oh my God, first time in more than a year. Wow. Since bloody COVID. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mo. I'm Honey Badger. And I'm DJ. Yeah. Rate a review. Do it. <laughs> you know what I was so thinking? It's strange that in person we're kind of lagging. <laughs> I know. No, 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 no. My brain went somewhere else because really? I was trying to remember if we did do a podcast in February of 2020, but I don't. I didn't remember. So I was like, oh, I was it since did. 2019? Why no. do you guys need a date? We did. We're, we're no, 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 no. You just. Just made me we did think. one shortly before, shortly before lockdown in 2020, and we did one at Christmas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, 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 mm. we did. Yes, yes, so yes, it's yes. not that long, so okay. I just look at you go, yeah, I didn't miss you that much. <laughs> How dare you? I know. And, and I was going to say, the quality is so good that we may still be in different places and you can't tell. I know. I may be, like, in another country. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wow. know, I'm going to say so I just don't remember. Hey, let's start. Yes, okay. Let's get into the news. <clears throat> so, have you guys heard of CinemaCon before? Like, we'll people get tons who of con cons. you into cinemas? I mean, <laughs> yes. No, no, but you just, yes. I thought it was like it comic is. cons. Okay, yeah, just <laughs> yes, silly. people who con you into cinemas with puppies. <laughs> Come here. But, I but you see, you're, you're giving away all your secrets now with puppies. Because exactly. obviously, that's how you get exactly. con into Let's <laughs> actually drop that. Actually, I was about to say something, but I don't want to. That's private family. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Hush now. Um, but why is that different from Comic Con, where they show you cinema stuff anyway? Well, because this one is a gathering of all the important theater or cinema owners from around the world. Oh, in which session? And the studios as well. Okay, are we only hearing about this because cinema is dying and because no, they're no, trying no. to get people... No, this is not the first time I've heard about it. This is the first time on this podcast okay. we talked about it. You know why? Why? Because the pandemic happened. Yes, that's what we mean. Because a massive winch session for exactly, the industry. Because no, but when did it first start? It? Oh, it's been happening every year. The first is, and they haven't had it for the last two years okay. in person. How long have we been doing this um, podcasting? For a while. <laughs> How long? Years. Yeah, 15 years, right? Yeah. So why are we just talking about this for the first time now? Exactly. <laughs> because it made news because mm. obviously... They're trying to make it make news. Okay, what's their news? Okay. So their new movie is out. No, the news <laughs> is... Okay, so let me make let me speculate what the news could possibly be because I don't know what it is. It's almost like, okay, so darling, mm. I know you've been leaving your mistress for the past two years, but it's now time for you to come back home. Mistress <laughs> by Okay, so that correlates to one of the, the biggest themes of this of the session, which was death today and um, day and release. Mm-hmm. So day release is when oh god they release a movie on all the streaming platforms at the same time. So Netflix, with, so Disney wasn't there. Um, yes, Disney was there. Everyone was there. Everyone has to be there. Even the biggest offender, Warner Brothers. <laughs> Okay, Karen, Karen, I'm gonna because, stop you know, this it, it was up to the point that Warner Brothers, when they took the stage, had to say that look. The, exper- the HBO Max was an experiment because remember they were releasing all their movies on HBO Max over since the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the guy I'm pissed like, off a lot of auteurs. Oh, pissed off a lot of the, and the theater owners and they were like, oh no, it was an experiment. It was one and done. It was just to get through COVID. We're back to cinema business. 
which I thought was interesting because they made it seem like the HBO partnership was one they wanted to actually sustain. Mm. So this was news to a lot of people. So that was one of them. And also the theatre owners came to give the experiences of COVID, of how they got through. A lot of them had to obviously change their business model somewhat. They were doing private rentals, doing classic films, doing concerts, gaming and esports events. What am I doing with that? <laughs> Tiny violin. Tiny violin. But it was, I, I felt it was interesting that one particular cinema chain, um, because Cinepolis theatres, that they were rolling out this thing called self-care Sundays, where they would include like a small oil of popcorn, some hydrating um, facial masks <laughs> and stuff, which I thought was okay there. So they're trying to make it an experience, but we've always yeah. talked about the fact that it has to be an experience. Mm. And for me, um, and I think because I'm very selfish, the type of experience I want is going to be totally different from an experience a big family with young kids may want. Yes. But so yeah. I think they need to decide yeah. how they're going to target the audience that they want to come back. And the people who are, who are going to be most profitable for them are generally going to be family with kids. No. How long have we done this podcast? 15 years. 15 years? Yeah. And in that 15 years, we've talked several times about that. Mm. We, I remember we've talked about, oh, cinemas are not doing enough. They're not actually utilizing their service very well. I am annoyed and I think it's good for them. That's why I had no pity for them during COVID. Because all of a sudden, when their um, model was is no longer working, mm. they were very slow to, to change after yeah. the last 15 years. Mm. They didn't think about the experience of people coming to cinema. They didn't make it a place, a destination to go. Mm. All of a sudden, they're bitching about it. Because now we can have that experience at home with um, streaming services. I'm actually surprised that uh, Warner Bros. and Disney and whatever just folded that quickly. To no, 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 no. I don't think they folded, folded. But I think what they understand is that the power shift. Because it's very... Int- because, to be honest, you go where you're fed. Yeah. So during, um, what do they call it, lockdown. So, okay, there's been a trend to show that a lot of people are not going to the cinema anymore, mm-hmm. except for specific movies. Mm-hmm. So... Obviously, because how I've even framed this is very much like a relationship. So, like, okay, um, the kids live in the nest, got empty house. Mm, what am I going to be doing here? Maybe we be downsizing a bit because it's too expensive, this model that they have with the cinemas. Mm. But the cinemas are going, well, we've got you in lockdown. <laughs> if we are going to actually part our ways, the alimony is going to kill your ass. So... Um, COVID was an, a prime opportunity for them to go <laughs> try other partners, <laughs> ultimatum style. <laughs> <laughs> and in that, they would have found that the grass isn't greener. Because what the studios may not always see is the fact that sometimes you're having to give away your content for free. Yes. And you're also competing for nickel and dimes. Mm-hmm. It's not as clean as if you did it with the cinema. Yeah, and there's a rise as, in price exactly. of piracy. Yeah, well. I, I, I agree. But just like, yeah, hold on, but, but now that like... the world is coming back to normal, quotation marks, mm-hmm. then, and people are venturing outside, people do want to go back to the cinema. But it cannot be on the same basis than before we went into COVID. There needs to be a recalibrationary thinking in terms of, okay, maybe release dates, there's a change to that. Maybe now it's obvious it's not going to be simultaneous. Maybe it's going, but it's not going to be that whole. Oh yes, three months. Before. Oh yeah, it's no. It's so, they're going from ninety to forty-five days. Exactly. Mm. So there will be that compromise. Mm. But then also they'll have to talk to the um, theaters as well in terms of okay, you buy these films from us. Mm. So, but what experience are you going to be giving to your customers to enable us to feel comfortable that we're going to put most of our eggs in the basket with you? Yes, because I was going to say that just like Ultimatum, 
you know, after you've dalliance with your other partner and gone back, there, there has to be learnings from both. And I don't like the attitude that I'm reading of, oh, everything has to go back to normal. That's what I keep reading. And so what you've said goes a long way. Another thing that cinemas did that pissed me off during COVID because I was not going out to the cinemas was suddenly they were not putting um, older movies um, in cinemas and, you know, making it 4K and the sound effects. I would have loved to have watched, gone to watch the Back to the Future um, thingy that they did in cinema. I was asking for that. I even called Cineworld at one point and I told them, why don't you do something like this? They were not interested. For me, I think... I think the, the wasted opportunity to make people think cinema was a certain thing when times were good. Mm. Now, a lot of people, I'll argue that a lot of people doing COVID, which was two years, bought expensive TVs that, it, that they didn't think they were going to do, got a lot of um, streaming services, some of which they were cut, got suddenly going to gaming, bought laptops, they bought stuff to entertain themselves. It's going to be very hard. For them to get the numbers that they did before, unless as we've as we've now seen, unless it's a tempo event. Mm. So for me, the studios need to also learn that they can't just throw any movie out and expect that people are going to go out to watch it. And they also need to be inclusive. Well. They need to start the subtitles because most of the time when I'm in the cinema, I can't hear what's going on. It's too the background is much much louder than the people who are acting. So a lot of the time I'm like, what did I just miss? They need. To, uh, they also need to make it more inclusive for their hearing impaired because mm. a lot of us are getting older now, <laughs> and all this mumbling or stupid Christopher Nolan type um, sound, sound editing, mixing, yeah. sound mixing is not gonna cut it anymore. Mm. So they need to do that. They also need to cr- make it more comfortable. Mm-hmm. They need. They also need to think about their layout. Why am I on the edge? Why am I only seeing half the screen? You know, there are lots of things that they need to do. They also need to make it Absolutely more agree. more a place for me to want to hang out between movies because the way they've done it because when we were younger we wanted to watch three four movies back to back mm. they they've now started doing it in a way you can't do that and then all these different things because i still have my subscription to Cineworld. now i've not been to the cinema for two and a half years but i'm still paying my subscription and why because i know the business model is hard and i know that that was a place of joy for me mm. and i do not want cinemas to go the way of the dodo mm. i'm really emotionally invested but I'm not going to step back into a cinema until they start doing things that are attractive to me. <coughs> and this may be the year. So I've given them three years of my money and I've not been into the cinema. At the end of 2022, if Cinema hasn't fixed up, I'm cutting my subscription. Unfortunately, unfortunately, they doubled down on their bullshit. Okay. Because now they actually have different types of screens. And the, the subscription you pay for cannot give you the ticket you want. You still need to pay on top of it. Yes, yes. so basically yes. To, for you to watch films, they'll say, okay, there's some films in 2D, but you can only watch maybe a maximum of two films that particular day, or they'll put a film that you do want to watch into a 3D screen or their um, sensory one, and you're going, I don't want... And this is with a subscription. Yes. With, so you have to so pay with extra. Subscription. Because, oh, with did you wasn't always telling the group when he was having to pay... Pay the, extra. The extra. But it's become worse now. Right, so when I watched the Batman movie that I said at Odeon Lux, I looked at Odeon Lux's subscription because now they have now have a subscription, which is interesting because they yeah, didn't have they one before COVID, yeah. and they had one. And when I looked at, it, I was like, oh, but we couldn't have watched the Batman movie we watched because it's not just because it wasn't that this the the screen is three D anymore. It's things like okay, now they have um, this sound effects thing mm. that they have, mm. and so that's a specific. Um, Letter, so it's almost like uh, you're watching 
um, Batman Returns or cinema. Oh, and yeah. so the all has to do with whatever so you've got yeah. to pay a supplemental so amount supple- even though you've got a subscription and that to me is the issue either you put it all in or, or you don't because if you go that. exactly because if you go to a gym it's not the fact that Thank okay you. i've paid for my gym is that so you can't use this dumbbell <laughs> exactly because oh yeah because, oh, that dumbbell is exactly so what they should do is either they put um they maybe put locks or extra locks then locks would be for the two D stuff. Yeah. That and then the, extra locks. And then for... extra locks. And but the, what they don't they don't want you to know they're taking money off you. It's like they're trying to make it seem like it's freemium, but it's not. It's those underhanded tactics that is not gonna work. Then they say, oh, I'm gonna get ten percent of Ben and Jerry's or whatever ice cream. I didn't ask for that. I don't give a shit. Now you can so you can always do locks extra locks for the films that we're watching. Then you can put maybe locks mm. inclusive and extra locks inclusive, which gives you money off food. But they need to think about it in a way that I don't want to go into the cinema now and spend any money for a film if I'm playing a subscription. I don't want to spend any extra yeah, for a, a supplementary fee. Yeah. If they're not going to include it, I am not coming in. That's why I have till the end of 2022. At the end of 2022, if um don't think it, all that free money that they got from me, and it is a substantial amount, with my ass not being in the cinema, mm. it's gonna go. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, it, but uh, please talk about cinema con a bit more. Yeah. You guys have also our rantings about the cinema. Mm. No, no. But obviously, I knew that. I wanted your views on every, on mm. you know, the actual business because that's what this is the business for. About. Yeah. But like uh, switching to you know the other part of cine cinecon, which is also it's an it's an exhibition. So mm. the studios come to basically exhibit the fair that they think are going to get bums into seats. Mm. So there was the announcement that Avatar, the new the Avatar, the first Avatar sequel, um, Way of the Water. I know it's been a step running joke because it's it's he's been talking James Cameron's talking about this for years now. Mm. It's coming out this year, December sixteenth, twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, the first two yeah. Two, three, four, and five. Yeah, Apparently. but the first of which is what the the big you know crowd uh, attraction they feel mm. that's coming out. Then so um, it, it they, wasn't Spider Man. No, they played. You, look, you never know. Mm. They played. Um, they played the uh, viewing of uh, Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. I heard that grown men cried. I thought it was the sort. It was the writer being facetious, but when I actually read the article, grown men were crying. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Interesting. It might get a certain demographic into the cinema. <laughs> yeah, because all the men I work thoughts. with, because a lot, of, well, <laughs> I work with, well, 90% men. Yes. And they've been talking do. about Top Gun Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. And I'm going, okay. And even the fact that someone's talking about, oh, you know, when he went onto his bike. And I was looking at this <laughs> man and going, what? <laughs> and they talked about, oh, Kelly McGillis. And I was like, I, I found it so strange because I've never been in a group of men talking about. An emotional resonance they had with the film. Yes, I think it's. No and they've not even watched Maverick. Oh, apparently I think Maverick is going to make them cry. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's nostalgia for the old world of men. You think so? Yes. Manly man. <laughs> That's what it is. But, but it go got on. high scores across the board, so I'm think sure that it might did. be a big one for Paramount. But I think that's good. I think men should um, need their own movies that are not constantly about fast and furiousness. Where I'm into a middle age and I'm looking back home for my life and I'm maybe trying yeah. to hand the torch or something. I don't know I, what the story is. I'm not going to say anything. I mm. want to. I, I I'm not going to say anything because I don't know. I'm not. I don't get positive. 
old men Feelings made movies movie. too about them that is not always about crashing into things and stuff that's all I, i'm hoping mm. that it has an emotional core because a lot of men don't get that kind of stuff mm. it's just bro bro bullshit yeah true true uh, then I don't think this is any different, but anyway, carry there'll on. be some bro. Yeah. There'll, there'll be some, some bro. Song, you know, but... goose. goose. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and all that. Just, <laughs> just um, they, actually, no, I'm not going to say it. Actually, uh, Lady Gaga was announced as well as doing the the, the main song or theme for Top Gun. Okay, Gun yeah, that's well. great. Move on. Um, <laughs> be less aggressive, uh, man. Maybe you need to watch Maverick so you can actually cry get your feelings. Mm. Bloody hell. What's next? They also um, showed some footage from Timothy Chalamet. I can never say it. Timothy Chalamet's Um Wonka. You know he's doing oh. his version of Willy Wonka. Wonka, but called Wonka. Um, that went down well, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, then the Batman sequel was announced by. Uh, WB. Sorry, are these all basically testosterone leading films? Because I've not heard anything that's targeting Mm -hmm. to women. Well, the last one is going to say. Oh, one. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, Look, this is, I, it's, a lot of movies were shown. This is just the ones that made the headlines. Mm -hmm. And because most of the people there will be men. Exactly. So it's about convincing the men to buy the stuff from the other men. Yeah, and it's mostly, most temple big stuff is you know, I would say male-centric. Though there's obviously the Batmans and the MCU stuff. But yeah, they showed footage from The Flash as well. Um, you know, there was a scene with uh, Michael Keaton's Batman, which people were like, oh my God. But obviously the star, Ezra Miller, has been having some problems. So he wasn't present and WB kind of glossed over that. And then also Barbie as well was... Um, oh my God, so good. Yeah, and the cast list is ridiculous. And you heard like Izzy Saray, um, Ryan Gosling is playing Ken, Will Farrell's in it. Simuliu's in it as well. America Ferrera, Kate McKimmon. I mean, now people. I think people. I've read that people are now just more intrigued that okay, uh, what's who is not going to be about? What know? I heard was that um, you know they're trying to be careful because Barbie is very negatively viewed in the ethnic, in in with ethnic people, mm-hmm. and so apparently, this movie deals with that. But Barbie, in terms of Barbie, the TV show. They're saying that has been really that TV um, show. Yeah, because Bobby has her own show that it's shown a lot of um um diversity and for the Black Lives Matter movement mm. when Bobby was talking to her friend yes. and people were like, Oh my god, that even Bobby gets it. So who knows? Maybe mm. some of Bobby that now, maybe some of that's good. But okay. it's directed by Greta Gerwig. Gerwig. No, you didn't say who Bobby is. Oh, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Sorry, there was a photo that was... Um... And that, that triggered me. Why? Because, like oh, because of my ideas of Barbie. Okay. It triggered that's me very like, white. It's very, very white, white, very blonde. And look, and that's very, the truth. It's specific, like a West supremacist idea of beauty with, based on European beauty. Mm. And, I, and I want to be honest in this podcast. Like, look, people are not going to read or pay attention to any of that because that's what we do because we're mm. interested in news. People are going to see that photograph. They're probably going to see a trailer. And they're going to infer. And unfortunately, they're not do- doing a good job infer of what? it. When I saw the photo of her, I thought, oh, of course. It's infer, Barbie. Okay, no, infer. Okay, let me tell you what I think. What Don't um, you understand what I'm saying? He may be trying to say that they may try and infer that it's like a make America great again type of movie. Okay, like, some, like basically, it's more about 
how films used to be, which is very much about the white gaze, and everyone else has to just basically take white stories and imbibe that. Imbibe that, that and might have be a blonde uh, okay, that's, thingy. There was that's a poster I saw. I, okay, I totally get that. Uh, maybe it's the circles or the communities I am in, and that's me. I know there are people that probably watch mm. that and go, "Yes, white power." But <laughs> no, 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 I'm not talking intrigued. about that. People know that um, the people I've. I've seen a comment in the movie. I like before when because before it was um what's her face that was going to be writing and directing it. That stupid comedian. Oh mm. sorry, um, Amy Schumer. Mm-hmm. And then people dismissed it like oh jeez. Mm. And then when Gertrude Gerwig took it on mm. and Margot Robbie is producing it, mm. people were like oh, what's this going to be about? I understand because, because of Harley Quinn they have a positive. And also Margot Robbie. I understand. Tech. I know, but I'm saying that not everyone has viewed it like oh shit, this is going to be like you make it. People are like oh how they how they intend to turn this on his head because mm. of the players mm. that are behind it. I understand. Like I like you even remind me about video gaming. You're talking about a specific community. I'm saying that millions of people who are not oh, like yeah. that be like, are going yeah. to view it a certain way. I would have thought. That when they are marketing it, mm. they market it in a way because people are going to people always make snap judgments. Oh, yeah. They're going to look at something and go, "Oh, I think the movie is about this, mm. right?" So yeah. they need to be careful. Is what I'm saying. Mm. What I read about, it, I was like, "Okay, that doesn't match out with the visuals of what I've seen mm. because they, they they seem like they want to do something with that movie." Yeah, a lot yeah. of people think that it's going to be a bit subversive. That people are going to come into the cinema with certain expectations and it's going to turn it on his head. Yes, but that is good. So anyone yeah. who's going in with their view on Western or European beauty standards and whatever mm. it is, will come out of the cinema having learned something and then go to that, oh, this woke crap. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, mm. I, I think that what is likely to happen is that people, because of the, the slow go back and um, going back to cinema, mm. may not watch it in favor of something else. I think people are choosing what they want to watch right now. They're not just going to the cinema. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, listen. but it, I think that it. I'll just say that the awareness of it has increased a lot in the last three weeks. Mm, yeah, yeah. Because before everyone kind of missed it, like, uh, and then when more details has come out about the players behind it, everyone's gone. Okay, this is interesting. And then they also announced that it's going to be releasing on the same day as Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. Mm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. I'm, I'm still that they are that I'm so confident. confident. And to be totally so. honest, I won't even say confident because the last few things <laughs> from Christopher Nolan, and you know, mm. we've bought nearly every single film that guy has done, mm-hmm. apart from Tenant and 1918, because mm. noisy stuff. And look, I think it's maybe time for someone else to become the standard bearer. Yeah. Of um, the Christopher Nolan torch. Yeah. I think that it could be that they're going, okay, male female audiences. That's exactly that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. But that's it's what not I was saying. It's the not, same studio, though. Uh, no, but, yeah, but, but it's not about well, that. You, well, men are being. Um, oh, they people. think all men will go there and then women will go there. Yeah. But I also think that some people who are annoyed about Christopher Nolan may not watch what? Christopher yeah, Nolan well, movie. Yeah. But that's they may not even that, go watch Barbie That's what I'm saying that it's not about the industry thinking that you're, about you're talking about. It's about, yeah. That's no. what I'm saying. Yeah, but, but we're not talking about industry. industry. We're talking about uh, people. people. No, no, no. The argument that you're saying that it's becoming more... Um, uh, people in the last three weeks have been seen in a different way. I think that's still a certain set of people. I think most people outside of that don't know any of this. 
and and when it comes out, I don't think a month it's before is when people are going to learn that Barbie is coming out. No, I no. Okay, I I would I disagree with that. Okay, because it's the same way that that movie with um what's his name now the blonde guy and Nicole Kidman came out a couple of weeks ago and they had been talking about this film like trying to market it and nobody gave a shit. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's come out now and everyone's like, well, don't care. I can from from looking at social media and stuff, that movie wasn't being talked about. Barbie is being talked about. That's why I said the way I went amongst people have risen because people are now interested in it. That oh, this is not Amy Amy Schumer movie. So could I just say something? I think I think, yeah, I, think I, I, I think yes that the interest amongst people has have has risen, but sometimes what we forget, not just in terms of in our bubble, yeah, but also social media. Social media is a microcosm. Oh, because it is. even when because the social media platform I enjoy the most is Twitter. Mm. But Twitter really has only two hundred million active users mm-hmm, mm-hmm. out of a you know a world of about a billion people. True, so true. when you actually dial back and you look at the active users on platforms, so they may say, okay, yeah, we may go, oh my god, yes, it's active on that timeline because it is active on my timeline mm. in terms of Barbie, but. I bet if I walked into the office, people might not know. No, I'm not saying it is a, a strong indication. I'm just saying no, 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 no. You guys that it's not the industry that I, is. I yeah, it's not solely the industry. I understand. What I'm saying is, if I ask my, as long as that's a good example, if I ask my colleagues, they will say, "Oh, there's a Barbie movie coming." Do you know it's about no? They, then they will, then they're gonna likely no. It's not an attack against you. I'm making a point, but it's the fact that I think that's what I'm saying. That I think people are going to see that Barbie's coming. They're going to know that the story, which is good. Because I'm sure it's good that the story is going to be subversive. I'm saying that chances are that if something comes out, like it's interesting you told me about Oppenheimer. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else is going to come out during that period. If in a month, Barbie, Oppenheimer and some other movies mm-hmm. come out and there is a movie in that movie, let's say it's Top Gun or, or whatever else that comes out during that period, mm-hmm. I think people are going to make a decision and going, actually, we're going to watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, there's still going to be Disney releases. Mm-hmm. There's still going to be a cartoon this is buzz like yeah i don't know when that's coming out oh, you know there's that so i think that the danger that these people are not realizing is that they need to i feel like they're still trying to do the same kind of business and i and i and i know that corporations don't learn they don't like to be to change depending on how things are and i'm just saying that i have a very bad feeling that this year they're not going to make as much money as they think they will and I think people are going to act in ways that they're not predicting. That's all. And also, remember, we, there's less money going to everyone's pockets. Everyone's worried about energy crisis. There's still a fucking war happening. And they're talking like as if this Christmas is going to be the best Christmas ever. It's not going to be. But we'll see. Okay, so after that downer, let's move on to happier things. Uh, yeah, let me just finish this then. Um, the other stuff that was, the other headlines that came out from Senegal, Marvel shows the first... 20 minutes of, or just 20 minutes of Doctor Strange, which went down really well. Kevin Feige and his team have been announced that they've gone on a retreat to basically map out the rest of the phase of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't say how long it was for, but he's out of office at the moment. <laughs> um, Sony showed like a rough, but apparently amazing cut of Across the Spider-Verse, um, which also went down quite well. Keanu Reeves came down to show footage from John Wick 4. Uh, which they feel that it's also going to be a major attraction. And then um, clips were shown from this new movie with Judge Clooney and Julia Roberts, where it's going to be a rom-commy kind of film, where they play a divorced couple trying to stop their daughter from getting married. 
and <laughs> all these things are sounding very very male centric and very white centric i know they also They're announced um what's that fucking spider-man spin-off part three of it uh venom. venom venom oh yes yeah venom yeah and there's venom. something else that sony announced as well that you're missing out something Look, big as well if it is yeah. not if it is not anything other than white mm-hmm. and male mm-hmm. that's what i was am more... and the biggest headline that came from CinemaCon was what happened to olivia wilde while she was presenting her movie don't worry darling which she directed yeah. olivia wilde oh, oh yeah, yeah ex-wife mm-hmm. of jason sudeckis yes happened? she fell have... No. no. So she was um, presenting the movie, and then someone came on stage interrupting her and handed her uh, an envelope labeled personal and confidential. And she was confused because she thought it was like a script, and she was like, Was this for me? And she took it and just continued her presentation. Then they found out later that she was being served paper, papers, custody papers, by a process server. It's custody papers from her ex, Jason Slade. <laughs> But they're wow. saying that wow. he's, is, he's he just, trying to make his reps. His reps have said they had no prior knowledge of the time and place that the papers were going to be served. It doesn't matter if condones. you tell people to serve someone, you're telling them that they can choose whatever time to serve but them. But then, because the, I read it to be about this, because Lainey did a bit of a dive on this other website, they were dive, said that the New York and LA legal gossip. Um, pipeline we're talking about so said that they're sometimes process servers they they give them incentive like um, financial incentives to serve papers in the most in the craziest way possible so right. they're saying it could be that the server was like well i'm going to buy a ticket go into this thing mm-hmm. and serve her right there on stage you know to get some prize of some financial mm. you know, bonus at mm. the end of it mm. and that they're saying that Jason Segatis is now going to be ch- is changing there's a rumor that he's changing representation oh please it's but bullshit it's because he didn't know. he didn't like it um, coming back Max and reverberating on him, him. Mm. but I don't the fact think he is, told them to go no he doesn't have, have to do that mm. the fact is or they said she it, might have been dodging the papers as it well. doesn't matter whether she was or she wasn't mm. the fact is if you hire someone to do a dirty job for you and they do it in the dirtiest way possible you've got to own it is that a dirty job? Yes, it is. Because what it is is the fact that generally what really should happen with reasonable people, mm. I think that's because I'm British and I don't do the thing, is the fact that I'm hoping that your lawyers call a meeting and they serve you, both of you are there and then they serve your papers in there. Now, my but if your diaries, if you're maybe not having the best of relationships, maybe there, there are other ways in which you can be served that it doesn't have to be so public and so dirty. Oh, I agree. But I, I, I see that it's the it's usual practice that people just, they serve you, like they find you, like you blah, 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 and they and serve you. Serve but you can serve, but, but it, it, there's, there's nothing oh, that stops you from being served in the same, that basically you can actually have a meeting and then you get served papers No, there. no, no, I don't dispute that. I but, don't dispute but, that. But also but don't forget don't that, people, that people also dodge servants. I am not well. saying people don't dodge. Hmm. But if someone came to your workplace oh, that's while awful. you were doing oh, your no, job, no, oh, that's awful. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's what I'm trying to say I, is that it is a dirty job regardless because they're going to try and serve you in whatever oh, way. Oh, I'm not saying mm. that. Um, hold, let me clarify. I'm not saying that what they did wasn't horrible and dirty. I'm just saying the, the actual uh, serving papers thing is normal and happens all the time. Mm. I'm not the saying way that not I know so I'm not saying clarify, yeah. that's why I said oh it's not a dirty job. That's why I said that because I was like, well they serve papers. I think time. it is a dirty job because but there are ways you could have look, what I'm trying to it's just like bounty hunting. Or yeah, the bounty, yeah. So the fact is people can say, well it is a job. I'm like, look, 
there are ways if we as human beings are can being do reasonable this. Yes. can yeah. do this without it having to go through someone actually oh, you're saying you don't even yeah. Yeah. You know, like, we only do it in a more that we reasonable only, way yeah that we only create those types of things because we're saying okay as human beings we know mm. we're not always reasonable so there are going to be jobs that are not jobs that are really enhancing society I agree but it has to be done. Yeah. So that is why I see it as a dirty job in terms of those types of things. That it's basically, it comes out of our desire or our behavior as human beings to be as unreasonable, as unkind and as inconsiderate as possible. Yeah. So that is why, I see, just to clarify, I'm not saying that, oh, it's just people without any moral compass. I'm just saying what it comes out of is a negativity of us as human beings. Yeah. So if Jason Sudeikis and what Olivia, do you call it? Wow. Olivia Wilde, could not have actually had a sensible conversation where they're both sitting with their lawyers and your self-papers whilst you're there, mm. you know, privately, reasonably, like, grown-ups, and it has to be outsourced to someone, and it happens in that way, you've got to own it that, okay, this has come out of maybe our relationship not being as good as it needs to be, or this, that, and the other. Mm. Just because it was done in a way that is really embarrassing, Still yeah, going to own it. I'm public. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, look, I understand what you're saying. You're saying, generally speaking, um, you know, because just because that happens all the time and is normalized doesn't make it right. I agree. I agree. And, but I'm, and also, you've acknowledged that, look, people are very unreasonable. Mm. Unfortunately, you've also acknowledged that that dirty job, as you call it, has come out of the fact that it seems like there's a at least there must be a history of people not working together. Mm. So I'm not surprised when I hear servers doing all this bullshit, to be honest. Um, I am not. Um, and frankly, that is not as... I don't feel any way about what happened, to be frank. Just because in the in the process of the serving, yes, it's embarrassing, but it's also processes of saying that you're divorced or the way you get divorced. They, people are messy and people have done all kinds of things in all kinds of messy ways anyway mm. that is just part of the course. Mm. I agree with you that if they had a relationship, if they keep saying that they're friends and they and share children, then he could have handed over to her. Yeah, But I, that's probably re- not going to happen. The reason why so. I'm, I don't have an opinion either way is because I do not know the circumstances. Mm. I don't know if Olivia Wilde has been dodging I don't know if what their relationship is. I don't know if he's I don't vindictive. know if the server yeah. could have served her, waited for her to walk off there and served her in her dressing room. The fact that the person went on stage, mm. to me, reeks of a bit of clout chasing and also a bit of like, they, that was so fucking unnecessary. And, let's and let's so make this moment if, go viral. If, if, exactly. If anything, so, if anything, um, because I don't really care. Mm. I, I'm not their child. Invested in I'm not invested in their relationship. But what it does highlight is, okay, did the server need to do that? No. no. As dirty as the no. job is, it shows how worse we are becoming anyway. As people. Because what even, even if you're a servant, even if it's dirty, as exactly as you said, and what I think Honey alluded to is, okay, she could finish the job, and then you could hand it, over. hand it over. Now they could argue, oh, it's impossible. Her bodyguards will block me. But how did you get a ticket to get on stage? He could have waited on that same stay, wherever, walk out, and those go, yes. Olivia Wilde, you served and walk away. Yeah, you didn't that's have true. to go on the stage that's true. That's while true. she was doing her job yeah, that's and true. go, here's it. Like, what the fuck? That's true. That is wrong. That's true. So I, that's why I say there's some financial bullshit 
as they said that all oh, these people are to find the, the, the craziest way to serve someone. Oh, it may not be and financial. And some fucking cloud chasing as but well. It, but it may not be financial. It could also be um, the person as well. Yeah, I want to go viral. Um, I want whatever. to go viral, or Stupid. they themselves have an issue with marriages or with this kind of thing, and they like to embarrass. Oh, or they people. don't yes. like her because it was. Yes. Okay, I don't want to. Be, oh, they don't like I her. I don't want to be a thingy about women. I don't know, but it was a female server. So I know it's like, what this bitch? <laughs> if you're wild, I'm going to embarrass They could her. be, yeah. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Because that's what I was but... saying when they were saying the Jason Sudeikis. I was like, look, you can't... It, it happens. So that mm. one of voice trying to ameliorate his public image because of how they did that. It's like, well, look, it already shows that you guys don't have the best of relationship mm. anyway. Yeah. So there's no need for him to come in and say whatever. Mm. I guess I'm like, that's whatever. Because yeah. he's an, oh my God, blowback. She's a woman. Mm. I'm on, uh, what do I, Ted Lasso wear? It's supposed to be feel good and blah, 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 blah. Mm. So maybe there's an image he's trying. Mm. I get that. Oh, yeah. But I'm just going, look, there's a much deeper fundamental issue here, Jace. <laughs> yeah. You're not even need to get in the room and have a conversation. Yeah, but that's the thing. That's just what, as I have said, three of us are discussing this. What mm. that p- other people are saying mm. is different. There's some people that are saying that, oh, he paid her to go on stage to do that. So mm. that I can guess, I can stand why his rep was like, we need to release a statement. I, oh, sorry, we need oh, to release a statement. I absolutely agree, but to be frank people are not thinking things through anyway oh, yeah, that's why no that's why like the fundamental issue here is okay they have a problem it's not surprising i mean look at um uh the current court case with amber and thinking if they have kids it will be much worse right if they had if they, they had, had do you understand so who cares yeah, yeah. At the yeah. end, the servitor, okay, they got their 15 minutes of fame. Good, yeah. wonderful, Kush, great Kush. for you. <laughs> yeah. What they don't realize is that they've actually, yeah, because they've actually they're descended reviewing... their profession into yeah. a, a certain level of hell now. And so. not only that, though, because this is, and I hate that I'm getting this to be this, well, not that I hate, the person I'm evolving into is way too sensitive than I used to be before this blooming pandemic. Mm. Because my view is the fact that I understand that you have to do that job mm. and it may be difficult to do it in a kind way because we see how sometimes we will treat people who are those process servers. But it's almost like, has this last two years not taught us anything? No. That's the thing. I... I I will say it's, I, this is the only thing I, I will say that I'm I'm definitely sure of. The process server was wrong. Mm. There were two choices they had, and but they chose the worst. Mm. They chose the worst choice, which was to go on stage. They could just have stood at and waited to have to come back. And that yes, it's still a terrible job that I'm going to be serving you. at mm. kind of your place of work, but it's less public. Mm. But the fact that they went on stage, that to, to me is just. Yeah. Remember, but that's what I'm saying. That's, that just why, one, why, that's just one, one alternative. That we've seen. There could have been other alternatives. There are yeah. other alternatives. The fact that they bought a ticket in that, I mean, I'm sure they could have served her at, I don't know, Mine is just hotel room, whatever. This two years has been shit for everyone. Uh, people are. Can we not just choose the better option to kindness. be better people? <laughs> Please. You know, just because I'm just going, what the frick? And the fact is, with all that's happened as well, can people actually just sit down and talk? And I know most people are like, oh my God, there's a war going on, honey. How can you be so naive? My thoughts about naivety here is just the fact that what type of world do you want to live in? If you want to live in a world of constant stress, constant hostility, then keep doing all the wrong things. But we cannot, as a society, complain about, oh my God, everything is going shit. Well, we are part of the shit making it go shit. Yeah, yeah, but, but, but sorry, what I'm not going to... Uh, look, 
I know what you've just said to me in my head, and I don't mean to rude. Sounds kumbayaish because, yeah, it does. Because if you are, if if you have beef with someone, you have beef with that person. Mm, yeah, well, it doesn't mean they're going to talk to those people. I know that mm. we've done that as well. Mm, so of course. So yeah. So to be honest, I understand. I, I I'm not surprised that they're not having a conversation. They may not be sitting down. I'm not surprised about that. I'm and I'm I'm not surprised to an extent that the processor did what it did because, like I said, I don't also know. The circumstances. the circumstances maybe that was because it could be very predictive um acts by a processor or could be like well that is the only choice i have i don't fucking know i don't think so i don't think that's the only choice they had but well you know, actually, this, I, actually I, I, that I, could technically happen i know right? I, I still give you credence to that that maybe yeah, but maybe. i still think but it's likely that <laughs> it was for the clouds mm. yeah yeah anyways move on uh, Megan Thee Stallion did an interview with Gil King about what about that yeah person. I don't that shot her. Mm. You don't need to remember. Yeah. Name. Um. And yes, look. Anytime she talks about this and the the way some women, the discussions that on you know not just blogs, women, some men and as men well. and rappers as well. Infer- it's just. Makes me so angry. <laughs> yeah, some some so, some male rappers have said some nasty shits. I just want the court case to just happen. Um, and and I think what what even they're not even giving her grace on was, you know, I, and I don't think she should have done it, but I know why she did it. She lied in the beginning. Because she thought they were going to put the white police mm. gang were going to kill him. Yeah, and mm. oh, we're going to after, kill them. Uh, well, then, it's heightened. Even after mm. she got shot, shot. Yeah. right? So at the end of the day, I'm sorry. It, it, I, what I don't even understand is I'm not even looking at the behavior. That, no, that behavior is unacceptable. But they are saying you should accept it. Mm-hmm. I, I actually oh, I don't even understand I their arguments. I don't actually understand their arguments. To be very frank with you. I don't get it I, because you were saying that. Oh, okay. So she should have just shut up and be and be shot. Yeah, basically. Yeah, because they're saying as a black woman, whatever indignity you have, you get um, from black men, you are supposed to bear it. And I'm sorry that the cape is being burnt. Mm. No, because the disrespect, the lack of care and consideration for Megan Thee Stallion. Mm. From this fucking idiot who needs to be deported back to Canada. Oh, oh um, he's Canadian. Yes. yes. Um, he, it, it's ridiculous. And the fact that as a culture, particularly within the black culture, there was even discussion. Oh, she needs to show pictures. She's lying, this, that, and the other. I'm going, well, hold on a freaking minute. How dare you? You know, and it just, it hurts my heart because immediately I saw it and... Just the fact that she had to, she has to go through that, and then there's some women mm-hmm. also going, "Oh, I don't believe her." And I'm yes, going, what? what? I know. When some someone, it's interesting to me, and I don't want to compare, but I have to. It, the way I've seen some black women go hard for Amber Heard and saying that, "Oh my God, she's been treated so unfairly," and you don't even have that much evidence to show that. Thank you. But, but we see someone, helicopter footage yes, of someone who was shot, dripping blood on the street, and this same black woman are saying she's lying. Yeah. And then it's now turned oh, to... Oh, hold on. And then also the black men as well. Hold on. And then the person who purchased the crime, you can't... There is no grace that you can give that person mm. for you to say, oh, yeah, his story is believable. 
at all. There is you nothing. nothing. There is actually no grace for it. Because There's no space because he, is he did that shit. Right? He's he, did, and... he, did, he did admit that he had the gun. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, but I, I don't understand I, I don't it. understand it myself. All I'm going to say is stream plan B. <laughs> Give that woman her coins because fucking hell. If anybody can do... Because I hate that the person is making money off her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the thing that just grinds my gears. Is that they do all the subliminal bullshit or what they think I is subliminal? And it's, it's, it's has she been that's... arrested? No, I, I I don't know he, the details. He was. I don't know. They went to court and they, they said court, and they're not allowed to be bail. doing all this subliminal yes, bullshit shit. on um social media. Yeah. Is the court case still going? Yes. It's, it's yeah. It's happening in. Is it at the end of the year or is it next year? It's been it's been delayed, and I'm just like, okay, she just have it and just. Because bloody hell, that woman needs her day in court. And, because and just so that Megan Claire, Stallion, did her I'm sorry, friend she also was... go against her? Oh, well, oh. her friend didn't say anything, Thing. but they did see the text messages that she just yes. that she said, this guy shot Megan. Yeah. Because she said anymore. ex-friend, so I was wondering what happened. Oh, yeah, they're no longer friends. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah no friends. So, anyway. But, wow, it's just the it's fact just... that just the shit this woman gets. And also this type of culture that I'm seeing online, even though it's supposed to be a microcosm, I don't know if it's it's only a microcosm because all that shit is happening in the real world and then the mm. the manosphere. Mm. But the black manosphere is very toxic. Is very Woo! fucking toxic. Very. And their main aim in life is to humble black women. Mm. And I'm going, nobody's going to be humbling me. I know. <laughs> because no. I'm sorry. They, so this black woman cannot be successful, cannot go out there, achieve, you know, uplift people because Megan is such a positive person. Mm-hmm. So I'm going, what is it about Megan, apart from the fact that she's a successful young woman, that this man hates so much? That is everything you just said. Okay. And, it's, <laughs> and I think Joe Budden, of course, because there is no topic that he cannot comment He's a misogynist. On. He's an asshole. He's basically the version of that... Um, White dude on Spotify, isn't it? Uh, yes, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's what he's but, trying but to that's be. What he's chasing. Mm. That's what and he's, he's definitely the chasing. The misogynoir in the world right now is ridiculous. I don't even want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to discuss it. I don't know what he wants. I actually don't want to discuss it. He's but obviously a lot of black people are listening to him. Yes. Okay. Because when black men are talking about the fact that they want a safe space. But when they get the safe space, they don't talk about mental health issues for black men. They don't talk about inequality and how they can do something about it. What they want to do is sit down, be transphobic, homophobic, uh, racist, racist sexist, and just sexist, misogynistic, uh, and just yeah. everything wrong in society. Why does the safe space for black men specifically online need to be about need those to things? Be about those things? Mm. Why is it not about self-care? Mm. Why is it not about self-love? Mm. And I'm sure some somebody's going it, to say not all black it, men. Why isn't, but I don't it, want to hear it. why isn't it talking through uh, issues? Um, and I'm only mentioning this because it's the only example I can give. Like issues like the character Ray from Ultimatum is clearly going. I know. Why can I talk about things like because that affects a lot? Oh, of... You mean Zay? Oh, Zay, 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 Zay. You know the 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 person. You know the the. Um, Often the trauma, trauma that some black men his communication, communication emotional, his emotional all of that is important. But instead of talking that. about that, you, you what you want to do is you want to you want to insult and degrade other people to make yourself feel Think like better. a king. Yeah. That's not what kings do. No, no. 
But so I, 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 uh, I, I, I um, yeah, I don't understand it's any of that conversation. Crazy. So to me, it's crazy. Oh, this is yeah. So um, I think everyone knows this by now that Elon Musk has bought Twitter. Yeah. Really? I know. A forty-four billion dollar deal. Um, he said in a statement he wants to make Twitter better than ever by enhancing the product with new features, making the algorithms um, open source to increase trust, defeating the spam bots, and authenticating all humans. Um, so this is matter. Yeah, apparently. Uh, <laughs> make Twitter great again. I don't know. People are. <laughs> I, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. Um, yeah. I, I so it's not matter really, it's, but it's just the fact it makes better. It sounds better to say matter than actually the because it's MTG. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Matter is better. Uh, so my biggest fear when I heard he was buying it, uh, he was going to get Donald Trump bank on because I was like, I can't. Because even if I'm not even on Twitter like that. But when that guy was on, it was fucking everywhere. Mm. Well, if you get Donald Trump so, back on... Oh, no, Donald Trump has come with his own statement through his PR whatever. saying, I will not be joining. I have then, social you know, media. he's going to want to. Then Azalea Banks better come back on. True. I'm sorry. Anyone, if people are going to be spewing rubbish, then let's get all the, all, rubbish, all the rubbish people on. Then. Even though I know that Thank he's God. unhappy with Azalea Banks because <laughs> she fell out with his wife <laughs> and they were friends. We, we know this shit. But no one can talk about free speech. Yeah, you can't, you can't choose. Elon yeah. Musk, who talks about free speech, but it's strange to me because, like, didn't you cancel somebody's um, Tesla purchase because they said something you didn't like? Yep. Yes. Yep. Are you not the same person who's actually suing, I'm sorry, trying to suppress the people in your organization who are saying that it's a racist plantation in terms of the hostile work environment? I thought you liked free speech. It is free speech. Let people say exactly what they think. Your employees as well as people all over the world. But I find it strange that people go, oh yeah, this means you can say stuff. And I go, well, what stuff is what do you, do you want to, to say, say that you cannot your heart? say? Because most of the stuff people want to say is transphobic, racist, misogynistic, you know, homophobic. So I'm like, why is that what you want to do? You're lucky enough to be able to communicate in a way that most mammals can't. Why don't you want it to be something non-hateful? Because that's not how you get the likes. <laughs> but I don't even think it's about likes. I think, obviously, I think I've always said this. I think obviously there's an anger in a lot of people. So I'm bigger. So going to an empty room and scream it there. <laughs> yes. Like, I don't know. Because the validation they're looking for, that, oh, you two think the same as well, me. Yeah. So and then let's can be then, together. Then they create a hate train to focus on someone to bring them down. Yeah. And that makes them feel better. I, you know what? I don't understand. You it. know what? That's I think, I, I, think mm. I do. I, okay, I think I think what you think. No, I think people are getting sidetracked by freedom of speech and all this bullshit. I think actually what he's done is he's bought the modern day equivalent of new york times yeah that's what he's really done you mean like bezos buying washington Post? yes i think it's bigger than that because a lot of people around the world are on this platform yeah it has it is primarily used for for news and information and it is used to actually um basically it can topple governments governments, for protests and things like that i feel this is a power move oh it's a power move so it's a move to basically control how people across the world actually communicates with each other and impact well, on politics and society? Well, allegedly to control, definitely to get and analyze that data. Or could definitely. It, yes, or could it be also, maybe I'm just being, 
Because, you know, sometimes I think strangely. Could it be a move to leverage power against governments? Because when you think about the amount of subsidies um, his SpaceX got from the United States government, the fact that he may want to move into um, a lot to do with not just space, but of travel. Mm -hmm. Could it be a way almost in terms of, okay, that's your bargaining chip when you go to table to talk to governments of countries in terms of, I can move an election against you? No, I don't know. No, no. But this is me just thinking villainesque. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so if we, if we think in the realm of villain, he doesn't need to say that. He won't say that. They already know. Okay. Do you understand? Because, you know, you don't, you don't, you know, you don't, you, you don't, don't bring any you, of that to, to the table. You just, the person on the other side just knows, doesn't this guy own Twitter? And then that's... Well, they that, know already. So, yeah, but in terms of... Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's an aura that follows you. So whenever it is, you're looking to it's negotiate. It's a power move, yes. Yeah, yes, it's, it's always move. there. It's in the background. So mm. I, I, I agree that it enhances his position mm. for bargaining and for negotiation. Mm. I'm not alleging that he's going to do that no neither am i I'm just saying if i was thinking no, no, like a I villain no i want to make it very clear in our podcast but it does enhance his clout and his and power his and his influence without doubt mm. um i even can see him maybe thinking of how to push the platform because he wants to make it yeah because that's what he was saying he said he wants it to grow he wants it to yeah. start making yeah. uh, he wants it to make more money this that and the other the 15th largest social media network yeah, yeah. Nowhere in the top ten. Yeah, mm. no, no it, you're you're right. But it's but, the most but, impactful and influential. Most, yeah, in the Western yeah. world, it is mm. definitely. No, no, no. Well, no. Across, actually, across the world, yes. actually, because even the Weibo, I think, is the largest. Mm-hmm. It's you know primarily you know because I think I actually think because all journalists, media, happen on Twitter. Yeah. It's more seriously taken. The people who actually influence the culture of most countries are on mm. there. Yes, mm. not just poli- because it's primarily media people on yes. there. Primarily journalists. Mm. Yes. So imagine that they have this whole, and I know Chinese whispers isn't the right way to describe it now that we're mm. trying to have more inclusive language, but. You're crowdsourcing thoughts from a group of people in a specific type sector, and then you're layering that on mm. to put the in terms of the old media or the well dead tree media, mm. and then for the streamers, all of a sudden there's going to be this concentrated, well, groupthink mm. that is going to kind of permeate. Mm. So it's quite interesting because before, back in the day, you have journalists on the ground in different countries from, you know, the BBC and things like that. But now you could think, okay, I can have a journalist in Nigeria, in South Africa, in Brazil, in all these countries that are not specifically working for the BBC, but can then get that information Mm -hmm. from the ground. So, I don't know. It's very... Social media has always been strange to me, even though I'm a purveyor and we put stuff on there and I consume from there. Because... I am always of the view that I don't like the impermanence of it. If something isn't written and printed, I'm always afraid that it's going to mean that history gets changed. Mm. Perspectives get changed. Because there's no record. Because there's no real record. Mm. And I know most people say, well, hold on, you can keep lots of records. Lots of records because it's like infinite amount of space um, from, you know, digitally. I'm going, yeah, but it's not like sure that no one's gone in and edited stuff up. In fact, how much sure that's the real view? There's no durable medium. Exactly. Because when I turn around and go, when people tell me, well, the Bible is a historical record, and I'm going, "Mm, I don't know. (laughs) Because 
it, it, because some people say that's history. Mm. And I know it's likely to be history, but it's not in a form that is unedited, that you get the full picture and the full story. Now, I'm not saying books are going to give you that, mm. but at least you know there's a version of the truth or there's a version that you can see that is unedited. And if anyone wants to update it, they can update it, but you've got to do it physically. Having something digital that is so mutable makes me really, really uncomfortable. Understandable. Okay. Um, I'm over to the next story. So Andrew Garfield has announced that he's taking a break from acting. I thought he did. No, he's taking a break now. He did take a break before, yes. He came back, gave yeah. us a few stuff, gave us um, that movie on Netflix, which I don't remember the name of, which was nominated for Oscar-wise. Oh, no, the, um, the previous break was... Um, not his choice. Yeah, it was when his mom... Yeah, so something to do with that. Yeah, That's why yeah. it's an initial so, break. Yeah. Okay, so he's taking another he's break. He's taking another break. Um, he needs oh, why to, is he taking He said he needs to recalibrate and reconsider what he wants to do next and who I want to be and just be a bit of a person for a while. But I say this. We know he's a good liar. <laughs> so I don't trust him. Why did you say you know he's a good liar? <laughs> oh, when he was lying that he wasn't in the, in the MCU, though. That's... Oh, I'm not doing oh, that. Oh, but come on. That's, so, he's an actor. I don't, I don't, I don't, know. I don't think that's not him. I think... I'm I think just joking. I'm just yeah, joking. I know. But I think he's got a lot of offers. He's yeah. not, undated. Yeah. And he's going, okay... Some of this I don't like. Some of this I think people mm. are pushing him to do certain things. Yeah, so he wants to do I think he's going. Okay, let me think. Yeah. Well, after he how he portrayed the slap on Twitter, I'm, I'm, I'm a stan. I love him because he did it in such a Nigerian way. Because even people were come, people were going, ah, come on, it was just one slap. But the way it made it seem like it was two slaps, I was like, okay, Andrew Garfield is an ordinary Nigerian. I love him because <laughs> you got to add extra into that. Because that's how you have to do it. You have to do the extra. Yeah, like. Ah, ah. <laughs> And I'm, uh, as told by Kenya, who's one of my favorite messy people on the internet, she was like, I, Andrew Garfield is messy, just like me. <laughs> yeah. He is messy. Uh, another Brett was uh, announced something in the last week. James Corden is leaving the Late Late Show mm-hmm, next year. Yeah, so. Mm, so he just got one more year to do it. He Such took over from Craig Ferguson in 2015. Is that, was that actually... <laughs> Low level or high level shade? <laughs> Where's their shade? Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean... Okay. Good luck I've heard that um, uh, a couple of... Uh, I don't know about white contenders, but I've heard a lot of black contenders are interested. Oh, yeah? Who? Uh, well, let me not say they're interested. People are interested uh, in them. Yeah, the they're, they're putting them up for the job. Yeah. So that lady from Insecure, the Nigerian... Ivonoji, they want her to maybe take over. There was someone else as well. I can't remember, but there's a list that's really? that the, that the social medias are going. Oh, <laughs> for your consideration, for your consideration exactly. <laughs> but there's someone who is problematic, but I would like to see them there because they're messy. Mm. Amanda Seals. Oh, she. Is, that's the thing. She's problematic, but she would be. Great, yeah, and she, but she's also messy, mm. and she is, and she's not going to make anyone forget about Actually, the fact that she's a little, little no, I The reason is just because she is an interesting character, and the way she's always fighting with no facts on the internet. <laughs> I love that, <laughs> but, yeah, I think, but that's I think not a late late show. Yeah, no, no, that's not a late late show thing, that's more of a talk show thing. So, but she was on the view for what. A month and then she was like, Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Peace out. Because yeah, the view just, would have fitted. No, I, I, I just think we, we I think we just need different types of characters. Yeah. Just like um, I mean she's not 
at all in the same league as this person I'm about to mention, but like Amber Ruffin. I like Amber Ruffin's mm-hmm. show. Same. It's a totally different point of view. Mm. Actually, I would like Amber Ruffin to do the Late Late Show. She'll be very good at that. I, no, I she doesn't like those, she doesn't like that type of show because she said that's why they don't have guests on her show. That she doesn't want her show to live or die by the type of guests that they can get onto her show. I think I disagree. I think that she can change it because what I've realized with those shows is that even Trevor Noah said, "Look, you can go in there, you can actually change the format ever so slightly. You can, you yes, can but make she can't, it." Yeah, you said ever so slightly. She's already got a show that she does mm. that she doesn't have guests on. Mm. So, so the Late Late Show is about the guests as well as mm-hmm. whatever, you know, jigabooing you do. Jigabooing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so fair, enough, fair, enough, fair enough. The only reason that most people want to go on to have that show is so that they can also do couple karaoke. Oh, yeah. yeah because but... I don't think James Corden is going to be taken out with him. No, I'm sure it may belong to that yeah, show now. I, I think probably it belongs to I mean, that was his idea, so I, I guess maybe he'll sell it. To no, him. no, no. This is sell it to Apple. He sold it to yeah, Apple. Yeah, but CBS still, he still does it, so there must be some No, I'm not saying deal. that. No, no, they would, but I think he sold it to Apple. So Apple actually have the back. The, I think that that show... I thought the concept is what the concept, sold, not the actual yeah, show itself. Yeah, but I think because he sold the show to Apple, I think Apple is... No, so the concept. Concept. I think Apple is allowing CBS okay. to use it. Okay. Do you understand? Because yeah. I remember I, I remember read that the, and I was yeah, like, oh, that's yeah, very yeah. interesting. So and then I even thought that I said, oh, he's going to retire soon. And then there you go. And there you go. Um, I don't know if he's retiring. He's just stopping the show. I think maybe it's a maybe country is acting, maybe. Or maybe he's coming back to England. There's a piece that. But England is too small for him now. Yeah, isn't I think, it? no, I think it will remain in, in Los Angeles. Yes. But I think I'm, it's, it doesn't mean he won't come and do something UK. But I think he would maybe, like you say, yeah. become an actor. So, or do something else, I don't know. Because what I find quite interesting is... I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of James Corden, but actually, it's not that I'm not the biggest fan, because I hate saying that nowadays, because it makes it seem like you don't like someone. It's just I'm indifferent to James Corden. Yes, yeah, mm-hmm. same here. But one thing I always find quite interesting, because obviously I know I may have a little Englander mentality, is how much bigger and richer and can do... America is mm. that mm. when British people go abroad, they're able to have, you know, a broader range of things they can do and be successful in. I agree. Even because I even remember Kadili and things yes. like that. But in the UK, it's very much limited and, and curtailed. Sometimes, and they, sometimes they punish you for your failures. Because I know I, I, I used to really like James Corden. No, I like him, but not as much as I did before. Because I felt he was. He he pulled himself up by his own bootstraps because mm. I remember when he did when he wrote when he was in that band yes. when he did the band well when he band. was supposed to be Garibaldo exactly that and I you know the fact that he created that whole couple karaoke thing out of desperation mm. that oh yeah, I need to do a segment for Red Nose Day mm. there's George Michael let's do this thing and then obviously after he did the is it the horn the, the um his comedy partner then gavin horn the guy that was in um kevin stacy when they did their comedy sketch show that mm-hmm. didn't do well they got crucified for that did the, the lesbian lady the killers or vampire yeah, yeah, killers yeah, yeah. that didn't do well they got crucified for that but Set hold on through. though mm-hmm. yes but look at what you're saying all the opportunities he got to fail. I, that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying but the, i'm saying that in terms of the limitation mm-hmm. british press like oh he's washed up he's this then he went to do Broadway in America, mm. and that's when Leslie Moonves saw him and was like, "Yes, this is our new 
talk show host, how he can go. Well, obviously he can. He's acted and everything, but the fact that he was like, "Yeah, I'm going to choose you." But but I think it's but, uh, yeah, I think like, his personality. Yes, personality. Well. He's hard. He looks yeah, like he's very very hardworking. Hard but he also had an opportunity to fill several, several times. times. I'm saying, yeah. And I think that's the thing that maybe people, women and people of oh, color yeah, in the yeah, UK yeah, don't yeah, even yeah. get yes, at, all. at all. Like you need to hit that jackpot once. Particularly in the UK, but I think in America though, you maybe as women and as people of color, you also get opportunity to fill several times. Mm. And America seems to be there seems to be an opportunity. People there's more who support you yeah, in yeah. terms of opportunity. In terms mm. of if you feel get back up, try again. Mm. No one is going to look at you and say what. You're a musician, and now you want to be a talk show host. Yes. Oh, and now I you want know, to be an actress. I know. And, you know, it's almost like you explore anything. Everyone's in most the hyphenates. <laughs> and I like, and I like yeah. that um, American mentality. And I think that's why I was saying that I think he may be too big for the UK now. Not in terms of his fame, but, but in terms of if you're exposed to a space where you could be anything you want to be and a way of thinking and a way of thinking then yeah, to come back that means you now have to cram yourself back into in this too. really british mm. narrow mm. way of doing things you're right. so i think right. where they where you come back and they want to pigeonhole you into something. exactly mm. Which, yeah, because i bet now they'll say oh why don't you come do a talk show on bbc like, yeah no like no job. I must have been doing that for years. Mm. Yeah. Well, he's on ITV now. Is he? Yeah, yeah. But he's and doing Graham the Norton. talk show thing yeah. for years. So it's almost like, eesh. I agree. Yeah. So that's, that's okay. why even Idris Alba, I'm so proud of him. Same. Because he has decided he's gonna come and make his base in the UK, but still bring his American mentality and do everything, yeah, he, everything wants he, he wants. Everything he likes. Whether yes. he wants to set up a restaurant, whether yeah, he wants DJ, to rap, or exactly. Rap is and I, I remember like I even that. told you I said he's so interesting because. He, he's really confused me, and I like that because it's mm. challenging. Even it's challenging in my thoughts of, of of a black man in the UK because okay. I'm like ah, you're also doing this, and then you're also doing some garage song. Okay, that's interesting. And then there's a P- PR press release with Apple about this new TV. I don't know if you've mm. read about it. Like he's doing a big TV show on Apple TV, and then okay, you're also doing. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog too. I know. Just, I know. He's just interesting. So and I, I like, like that. that. And I'm yeah. hoping that the UK can get a bit of a dose of the mm. American mm. way of doing things mm. because there is no way now that we've cut ourselves off from our European brethren and we have all the stuff going on that we are going to succeed as a country if we do not start embracing that kind of bigger, broader way of thinking mm. and be multi hyphenates. Yeah. Now I'm actually thinking. Uh, what? He doesn't never gonna let me rest. Let this down. I'm not thinking on in the spirit of what we just said that it might make sense. No, it definitely makes sense that the broccoli family need to break the cycle and maybe consider Idris Elba being born. Oh my goodness. Oh my what happened to you? Who are you, okay? Who are you? Because I suddenly realized. I feel you may have a temperature. I know. I, I need know. to throw bees at him to get the devil out. <laughs> because I suddenly realized that actually. That that's the type of bond they want. Yes. They've always wanted an entrepreneurial bond who can be. Um, Multiple things, do all this. You can't really pin him down. So therefore, people are not going to know what to expect of the bond movie. And also, because. Bond as a franchise, you need your bond has to be basically your CEO has to convince people yes, to invest money, yes. has to make the crew feel that yeah you are part he, of the he company. He can do that. There's yeah. a whole thing around so it. I, I, I don't know if he can or he can't. I think he can rise to the occasion. Okay. 
Definitely. I, I, if but anything, he'll only be born for maybe two movies. Though. I don't see him having longevity just based on his age. Minimum is going to be three or four. That's how the Brockley's role. Minimum yes. three or four nowadays. But, but if it's three or four, that's, he needs to come in six to eight years. Yes. I don't think at his age. Do you think, think that's going to work? Yes, or? I think he can do it. Um, definitely. I think it's possible. How old is Idris Alba? No, Actually, I don't know. Let me find out. I think it's fifty, isn't it? If then it's a bit difficult. It's best to actually have someone maybe in their okay. 30s. Age is no, no, no. It's forty nine. Forty nine, huh? Yeah, that's I an issue because of all the jumping around and stuff like that. And the, uh, how, uh, how old is um Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig, because I think he's probably in his fifties. Yeah, maybe fifty five, maybe. Is he? Because if he's fifty five, then Honey's fifty four. Right. Mm. Yes, so Honey's right. It's too late. Mm. It's too late because I didn't think of age. That's why I think he'll be a better villain. Mm. Okay, that's a good point. So, yeah. But and it we're, we're, I'm not like trying him. to be ageist. It's just more about the fact that you need someone that you can commit to and you can. You don't want us. We don't keep wanting to tell the story of a dying bond. Yeah. But not only that. Times like it's time for you to start No, no, but, your, but, but honestly speaking, time is, time is against him. Yes, but that's why well. it needs to be a reboot with a younger bond starting off. No, no, I don't in disagree. MI5. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know about that. I don't disagree with that. Mm. I'm just saying that in terms of this Alba, I agree about mm. the age thing. I think 49 because you're right. The commitment will be six to eight years without doubt. Till he's sixty. Um, till he's about sixty, and because they are expecting. I know black don't crack, but still billion dollar revenue. You know, it's not realistic to be okay. honest. Um, Everything always goes to bond. Mm. It it always goes to bond. It always does. But wow, I mm. now have a record of you actually saying that. And then it's in the same record. I also dismissed him garbage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this made me smile when I read it, so I included it. So, Hard Fire's reunion show at the O2 Forum in Kentish Town has sold out in ten minutes. So it's people. So it's people like you working for the cash machine. <laughs> <laughs> It's people like you who, you know, who like, you know, what's the stars of CCTV? Yes. So yeah. The, the, the album, I don't remember. I want to love you. How, how, how big is um, they're not the, the, the They're not as big. They weren't even as big as No, no, no. How big is the space? It, is it 400 people? Two. Oh, no. Two people. It's not two people. Shush. <laughs> it's, I'll, I'll say maybe 200. So, so you are celebrating. Yeah, lies, lies. So you are celebrating. Let me check. I'm trying to remember because I did see block party there, but it was really. So is it? Is it the O2 in Brixton? Yes. Doesn't that? No, Kentish a... Forum. Kentish Forum. Kentish. Come on. So you're telling me that you sold out basically Hi. your living room. Come on. <laughs> so yeah. Two thousand three hundred. Yeah. So a Nigerian wedding. <laughs> Basically, pretty much. <laughs> Look, it was just nostalgic for me. Why? Like, why oh do we have God. this news? Yeah, because remember when she was saying, "There's a hole in my pocket." <laughs> Eliza, Eliza. I know, Eliza. I know. for a whole fucking year. I understand, but still, there are so many other people that sell out whatever that place is. They every have month. not toured. Okay, so this is a personal thing you've brought into yes. our podcast. Okay. And also for our British viewers and listeners. I don't think people care. Okay, fine. My last story is about Blake Lively. Um, she is set okay. to direct an adaptation of Brian Lee O'Malley's graphic novel, Seconds. Um, Brian Lee O'Malley is the author behind the Scott Pilgrim series. Oh, okay. Um, Edgar Wright, who adapted 
the Scott Pilgrim movie mm-hmm. for, um, is writing the script for the movie right. called Seconds. Okay. Um, so the description of Seconds is that it tells a story about a girl called Katie Clay who receives the power to fix her past mistakes by writing them down in a notebook, eating a mushroom and falling asleep. <laughs> Which I was like, okay. So basically That's, it's all in her head. Yeah. Because if you're eating she, a mushroom, I'm thinking it's basically like sucker punch. What I guess. But she becomes too eager to fix every little aspect of her life. And before long, her newfound ability begins to create ever new, um, new problems that threaten not only to take her further and further from the life she, she initially had, but from the very fabric of time and space itself. Isn't that your game? Life as we know, that one with the girl who could rewind time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, life is strange. Life is strange. No, That's no, no exactly. but this is someone from I mean, sleep. Yeah, 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 but it doesn't matter. But it's still about yeah. I know, hell that brings. <laughs> but it's still about someone who can basically go back in time and they rewind things, yeah, rewind, yeah. and make and change things. I'm actually surprised because I know that the company that did Life is Strange are considering like a cinema universe of uh, their really? content, yeah, because they're still there are other sequels, but I just haven't played them. Okay, yeah. interesting, and it's. It, a big deal in the industry because not only is this her first um, movie because she did direct in the past she directed, the last thing she directed was Taylor Swift's video for I Bet You Think About Me but it's been done by Searchlight Fox Searchlight oh, wow. who tend to do only prestige like so how did she get to that project? well she had done a couple of is it because movies. her husband is probably a big deal? right? Is, is maybe 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 that's why? so okay following We Crash maybe um, are you <laughs> Like she she's decided she no longer wants to be a muse. She mm. wants to be a magician. Mm. <laughs> okay, I, okay. She can't she can't direct. I will say the video that she did was pretty good. Look, I don't but want. Wait, wait, wait. I, that doesn't mean that she can direct like a movie. You know what I find interesting? Let me let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you something. It, it, no, no, I, it's not that. I, I, I'm, it's I, partly in jokes, right? I'm in two minds. Let me tell you why I'm in two minds. Tell me. I love the fact that as a woman, she's going to be directing. Mm. I don't like the possible nepotistic nature mm-hmm. of oh, her getting yes. that break. Mm. However, I then think to myself that it happens for me. Exactly. It happens for a lot of men all the time. So I'm going, okay, honey, is it your issue with nepotism or is it your innate or, you know, really buried down no, no, let me sexism tell... that is also part of this no, as well? No, no, I don't know. Let me tell you the conclusion to your statement. Mm. She better, that movie had better be good. But would we put that same pressure on a man who got the opportunity nepotistically? No, no, because that's been happening for a long time. But I'm saying it will be good if it is if it is amazing because so none she can of that say she's matter. standing on her own talent. Yes. So it doesn't matter if she got it nepotistically, mm. which we know is always unfair. But mm. we know a lot of the time people sometimes get roles because they know people. Exactly. So okay, not to hold that against her, mm. but. Obviously, you getting through the door is always the most difficult part. And if you have nepotism and you get through the door, that makes your journey easier. But now you've got to deliver. Exactly. And this brings me to the final thing we're doing in this section. Because I thought about it during the week. We're going to end on a tiny quiz about nepotism. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Who, who's related to who? I am looking forward to this. Okay, so this is the reason why we're doing this. So... You know, Euphoria, which I haven't watched yet. There was a big to-do online because of people didn't realize that Maud Apatow is the daughter of Judd Apatow. Could they not read? No. Well, this is how someone described it. Someone, this is the Twitter statement. Something along the lines of, Oh my God, I can't believe that Maud Apatow is the daughter of Leslie Mann and some Hollywood director. 
actually, yeah, that's cool because at least, you know, they're giving props to the mother rather than the father. But obviously, they're like, oh my gosh, she's a nepotism baby. So I was yeah, thinking... Yeah, there's so many nepotism babies. <laughs> uh, I've seen YouTube content on nepotism <laughs> babies. babies. Yeah. And sometimes there's also nepotism babies, then there's also money privileged babies. Ah. And then so, because someone's talking about... Um, let me tell you what was interesting. Because I'm not the biggest Ariana Grande fan. But someone said, well, Ariana Grande comes from money. Yes. And people, and then someone says, yes, she does. But she didn't buy her voice. I was like, <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, okay, okay, Stan. I don't know what they call the Ariana Grande fans. Uh, Whatever they are, grandiose. But, um, <laughs> but I thought that was That's really funny. funny. Um, you know, and That's stuff like that. So, but okay. because they're like, well, she has her talent. But well, there are people who have better talent than Ariana Grande are not hitting it. So is it, because sometimes, is it the privilege of nepotism? Is it the money? Or is it luck? Because sometimes you could be lucky even though you don't have the nepotism and you don't have the money. And, but, and the fact is, if someone came to me and said, Honey, do you want the nepotism, the money, or the luck? I want the luck. Because luck, <laughs> that's you can't, that is just basically whatever gods are just shining on you. Yeah, true, And there's some true. people who've made it through without all this additional help and just got there. And being lucky is a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah, right. There's some that. people where luck comes into it. And wasn't Ben Stiller um, defending... Okay, and I've gotten who, what, who was yeah, it? Yeah, because we talked about but it in terms of this. Um, was it Steven Spielberg's daughter? Daughter or someone was, was directing being, something? Was being, yeah, directing something. Was being, and it was announced, and people were like, "Oh, nepotism." And he said, "Well, that yes. that was that yes, but get you mean it may get you through the door, but you've got to deliver." Yeah. And someone says, "Well, getting through the door is the most difficult, difficult part." <laughs> and I totally agree. I agree. I agree. Getting through the door is so hard. It is. Because uh, because I spend a lot of time talking to entrepreneurs, and these entrepreneurs are trying to get access to um, to people who can make their business just blow up. Whether it's VCs, mm. where, uh, which are investors, mm-hmm. whether it's so they can land a contract, so they can be suppliers for these big companies, and they cannot get that access. So it's a big big deal. It is. It is a big deal. But. Um... Just to end this section then, I okay, want to do a, let's ta- do a quiz. small quiz. So I want everyone to, first of all, name five nepotism babies and then your favorite nepotism baby and your worst nepotism baby. Okay, so five. Okay, Zoe Kravitz. Okay. Willow Smith. Who? Willow Smith. Yes. Um, oh, gosh, what's that woman? Because I know a lot, but there's some people specifically I want to... Um, Ron Howard's daughter, what's her name again? Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce, Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, Denzel Washington's son. John David you, Washington. Okay, I'm naming my five. Oh, so I, can't, I can't do this quiz because I'm not good at names. Okay, John David Washington. I thought you John were actually David going Washington. to give us a quiz. This is yeah, yeah, question yeah. and answer. Oh my oh, gosh, sorry. There, there are so many that I know. Okay, I'll, I'll name a but, bunch. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah, your favorite yeah, okay. baby, first of all? No, I'm going to keep that while you're okay, naming a bunch. Let me name a bunch. So, Bryce Dallas Howard, Angela Jolie. Lily James, Matthew Perry, Rachel Green, uh, Rachel Green, <laughs> Jeff Anderson, Jeff Anderson, Jamie Lee Curtis, John David Washington, um, Jason Swashman, um, Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage, Lorna Dean, Dern, Leza Minnelli, um, Zoe Kravitz, Paltrow, Maya Rudolph, Tracy Ellis Ross. That's what I came up with because I tried to name all, think all the people I could. From the top of your head. Top there, of my but head. there's so, there's so many. many. But my favorite nepotism baby is Tracy Ellis Ross. 
my favorite nepotism baby is mm, Bryce, just because of Bryce um, Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard, but that's because of um, Black Mirror. Ah, I loved her. In that. From that list, yes. For me, it's Nicolas Cage. Who's your favorite? Yeah, because he really. He took his I next think level. He, he took his. He made his name. Okay, who's the uh, who's your worst nepotism? Zoe baby? Kravitz. Kravitz. Well, out of that list? Uh, anyone. So you no, no, Paltrow I don't know because yours. I can't remember. <laughs> Mine. I think it'll be Guinea Paltrow. Yeah. Gen- okay, Guinea Paltrow for me as well. But I also want to, Not my worst, but he fell in my estimation with Jason Reitman. Because um, the director. Because I liked him after he did Up in the Air and a couple of movies. Then his comments about the new bo- uh, Ghostbusters remake. Because, you know, his father that directed made me go, Yeah. <laughs> You're a douche. <laughs> Mine is Zoe Kravitz because she's getting along in her career on nothing but vibes. She can't act. <laughs> she can't, you know, so it's almost like... <laughs> vibes! Just vibes. That's why I'm not... I don't think, I don't think that's as worse as Guinea Paltrow. Yeah. That, to be very honest. No, she's not an Oscar. That's, that's awesome. Gu- yeah, Guinea Paltrow. The, the year she got the Oscar, everyone going, what? I know. Uh, in the ill-fitting dress and then her quackery at the moment oh but for me and the fact that she doesn't remember her co-stars she doesn't remember what movies she's in have i, I mean, met you uh, and it's like yes we acted what kind together of person is that? she's nah and she's like calling her. herself actor first come on mighty suzui gravitz you make a, a commendable case <laughs> with gwyneth paltrow actually my second but my first is a I mean, for fuck's sake, the was, least you could do is have she talent. She was mentioned. <laughs> she was part of the we crashed. Yeah, I mean, can't be. Yeah. her fault is that her cousin married. But she doesn't do essence because that's not her demographic. Mm, but it isn't. <laughs> it, it isn't. But sorry. But this is. It, but I'm, I'm going to say it's something though because this is what is going to be interesting because if she did. Will be the first people saying, "Stay in your lane." Blah 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 blah. For yeah, but she didn't identify as black when she was younger, did she? Mm. Wanted to be white. So exactly. So for me, I I see that. But the fact is, I don't like it. And you know, I've always said this: when people pick and choose when it is their black and when I it is their exactly. black. Okay, so as so an example, and you guys nose. may actually correct me because I don't know, mm. but I feel that um, the lady from Spider Man and the Furia. Is actually doing it better than Zendaya. Yeah. Oh, Zendaya. Look, Zendaya is my favorite biracial. But but you understand what I'm saying? My favorite light skinned woman is Zendaya. But you understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Mm. I'm saying she's doing it better than Zoe Kravitz. Oh, even would. Because Zoe Kravitz got got famous far older than. Zendaya, Zendaya but Zendaya seems to understand common sense, her privilege, yes, and that is exactly and her position, and I'm obsessed yes. colorism. But she, and that's also why I like Halle Berry. Mm. Halle yeah, Berry does not joke with her blackness. Yes, I actually agree mm. because yes, I agree because I know people gave her a hard time yeah. in the past, but actually that woman understands oh, where yes. she comes from. I was actually surprised recently. Mm. I was like, I thought that's she was another I favorite she, biracial. I thought she was vacuous. I actually I thought you. she was vacuous okay. until. So Remember when I used yeah, to fight fuck? for Halle Berry yes. and he was like, well, she did her kids to run. I'm like, yeah, but she's not that sick. <laughs> so yeah, I, I definitely... I love the Halle Berry stand. I know. That's actually... A, 
we want to watch her movie because also it's very good anyway. The, the boxing, boxing movie. Actually, it's on Netflix. You can actually yeah, watch, can it. watch I just it. realized. Okay, yeah. should we go into what we're wrap up? What we're watching? Red. Dark, what we watched. So should we just go? We, we crashed. Okay, we crashed. Yeah, we we've, we crashed. So we crashed. Where and we're going? Jared Leto is nearly fifty one. I know. Number two. What did they do to his face <laughs> to yes. make him look so much like Adam? Mm-hmm. Yes. And also. Why is it that Anna Delvey had to go to jail? <laughs> <laughs> but Adam didn't. But the fact that he did it the right way, supposedly. Mm. He did it the way in which you're supposed to do it, the white collar stuff, which is basically if um, venture capsules or investors are going to believe so much in you that they're going to give you everything in the kitchen sink. Jeez. That's their loss. But it's quite, it's quite interesting because before the crash, I had been having a conversation about... Mm, I don't think this business model is sustainable. Because I was the one sitting down in the WeWork eating the chocolate digestives. <laughs> <laughs> and the free kombucha. <laughs> and when, I don't think this is um, sustainable as I was eating that and drinking the free Prosecco. But I was it going... not do. But I was going... I'm not the one paying for this. So, you know, and it was short-term lets and things like that. So a lot of companies did, were not the ones to feel this thing. Okay. The one, you know, but I... I was a WeWork baby. <laughs> I love those chocolate digestives. I used to go and just take about seven, put it on my plate, sit next to me um, while, I'm work- while I was working. Wow. And then also every Thursday, drinking tons of free Prosecco. It was, it was, so they gave you Prosecco after a certain time? No, Prosecco was on tap. on tap. No, no, no. It wasn't that they gave Prosecco after a certain time. It's because I am a sensible grown-up. You I am drink. not going to be drinking Prosecco <laughs> every single day because it was on tap from 11 a.m. So you can go in and just help yourself to Prosecco. That is not sustainable. But there's no way I was doing that. So Thursday, I want to say it's social time for maybe six. I have, you know, some Prosecco and that is it. But wow. um, I didn't think it was sustainable at the time, but it was fun. <laughs> wow. We had someone on the ground. <laughs> I, went to I, went, I, went to um, I went to work a couple of times for Microsoft events. Because mm-hmm. um, I believe Microsoft actually... Had some, had some, yeah. No, so some they were tenants. Partnership, mm. yeah, exact tenants, exactly. That's all I knew about it. I didn't. I went to the micro. I didn't go to WeWork itself. Oh. Like mm. I wasn't. I know you were in one of that WeWork. Yeah, yeah, so it was interesting from that point of view. But it was a fascinating show. I really liked it. I thought Jared Leto and and um, Anna Hathaway, Anna Hathaway were excellent, amazing, excellent, and 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 the people that inspired what they had to work with mm, i know it's unbe- you know because i did some research and i always say that it's unbelievable because obviously we always say the truth is um fiction. Fiction, yeah. but what is interesting is i was going this is so bizarre but then i because maybe it's because we are the most basic people <laughs> and adelvi would be like hey, you're so basic i'm poor <laughs> because we are basically poor. If you are from Adam's perspective, no one can make anything interesting. Well, okay, maybe not in my youth, but as a grown up, my life is so freaking boring. Mm-hmm. But for the, when I see other people talking about how the deeper level of consciousness and all these I'm, things, oh and I'm going, okay, why am I so boring? <laughs> what is your motive to change the world's consciousness? I know. <laughs> okay. I know. I know. Expand. That was, it was uh, it's so fascinating that people can be that interesting and can be so different. Yes. And people will pay you money for it. This is the reason we've not had investors. I know. Because we're too sensible, boring, and poor. I'm a poor and <laughs> basic. And it also seems like um, con artists. 
He's not a con artist. He had a product. He just... It is it's the fact that he valued it um, in a way that other people also valued it. So he overinflated the value and people bought and, into and the people idea bought that... Into okay, that okay, bullshit because okay. they bought into his personality. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. I, I just... <sighs> You're saying that if someone did this on the street, they'll be in jail. But if you do it in the context of investment, venture capitalists mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you become a billionaire. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It was really well done. It was, mm, it was, it was. Well, I did think that there were too many episodes, though. Mm. I think we could have had just five. We yes. didn't need all that. Yes, mm. I agree. Even though I enjoyed it in the end, because mm. I liked the folk, I can understand why they went that long because we were focusing on. I, I liked the fact that each episode focused on a specific because the title of the episode was what it focused mm. on. So I didn't realize that. <laughs> That his wife would be interesting because I thought it was just about him and the company. And then when they said delving into her life and, and her dad, I was like, "Oh, this is very interesting." But yes, it could have been shorter, but I I still enjoyed it as a whole. The next thing was Severance. Yes, we yeah. finished that. I haven't finished yet. Okay, so what was so we can't spoil anything. We're not going to, but what is so well, interesting excellent. about Severance is because I was having this conversation with someone at work, but we didn't really get the opportunity to delve into it because. He was saying, oh, it's about slavery. And I was going, I don't really think it's about slavery. And I understand as a white person why you would think it's about slavery because you have not experienced slavery. slavery And you also do not have a history of your people having gone through slavery. But what it lets me know from having the conversation with him was the fact that it's about how we divide ourselves into selves. Because I was actually arguing the point and going, well, hold on. We keep saying that the outie, the person, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to tell you the premise of it. You've got to watch it yourself. The outie, the person who makes the decision that, mm-hmm. okay, there's going to be severance, there's going to be a se- separation between your outward, living your lifestyle no, 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 and your work no, self. Yeah, don't say too much. Don't yeah, say hold much. on. Yes, but I'm saying that the person who gets to make that decision for you mm. is your outie. Yes. But you spend more time as your innie than your outie. And your innie, Mars of the day as your innie, and it's your innie that's providing the money for you to go live your best life as your outie. Well, okay, I don't, I don't agree with so that. So, so my question will be, who gets dominance if you're going to have that conversation? That's no. one. Number two, your work self and your home self. Why are they always that different? Do you feel you could be your true self at work? Okay, hold on a second. No, you are. How much have you watched? I'm not giving away anything. I know. Uh, I just want to, I want to understand how I'm going to say this. Uh, you should episode be... after where I stopped with you. So what episode is that? Um, episode, episode five, six, what? what uh, no, six. Six. Okay. I don't agree with that. And I'll talk about it later. Because I think that season two is going to go into how it's used because it's not quite what you said yeah i'm not going into those no 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 no, 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 but but no no but it's not about that i think it's about i think it's about you using severance for specific purposes yeah but that's not let's just because i don't want to give i don't want to spoil it so let's focus on the one that everyone knows about which is about work Mm. But okay, but also, even even you saying that the reason I think it's a bit of a spoiler is because even in the beginning I wasn't sure. We we didn't know about that, the well, for a while. Well, that is how it's already it was explained in the well, first well, one, well, but it doesn't really matter. Mm. The fact is, really, in terms of yourselves, the multiplicity of yourselves 
can you really mm. say okay i'm going to be my work persona all the time or my outside persona all the time or do you do they mix are they the same you know because when we're going to work and everyone says bring your authentic self into work be really you know you, you should be able to so if you're black and the the things you do as a black person that may not be always um what societally everyone is doing if you live in a predominantly white society you still be able to come in rock your braids talk to the fact that you went to carnival or you want to go see burner boy if that's what you did or if you're gay you can come in and talk about your partner you know and so you can feel authentic at work but is that really the case? How many people actually feel comfortable being their full 100% self of themselves at work? So that's one part of it. And then the second part is, if you decide to separate those and sever that, how do you have your downtime? Don't you always need to have your downtime to make your work time feel at least more productive and happy? That would be my thinking about it. If, you know, um, basically the premise of it so those are the types of things that made me start thinking about how we as human beings interact with work, particularly based on this whole I don't dream of labor movement that a lot of young people have in terms of I don't dream of the best job. All I just see is a job to give me money so I can live my best life. So when you start thinking about that, you think, okay, are you built to work? Or are you, well, sorry, are you working to live or are you living to work? So all those, oh, sorry. So all those types of questions just come out of it. Now, there are going to be other things to do with the fact that the story itself and all the different machinations and the type of relationships you form at work. Can you form a relationship with someone at work? Well, we, we've seen people have affairs at work mm. where it's like, oh, my work life, this is me. I'm in love with this person. Then I go to my home life and I have my wife or my husband or my partner that I love and we create a separate life as well. So all these questions, they're not going to be answered by watching it. But it makes you really think about how we as human beings navigate the world and navigate society. That's my takeaway. And I think it's very, very fascinating. Now, did you have something different to say? But I'm only focusing on the work part because I don't want to spoil anything. But I'm not trying to spoil it, no, honey. I just told you why. No, but I don't think that's fair. Okay. I don't think it's about that. Okay. I think it's about unhappiness. It's about um, lack of making decisions about something, about confronting a decision and about um, distraction. That's all. That's all I want to say. That's what I think it's about. Based on what we watch. That's why... Actually, I was more curious about the conversation you have with your friend. Because if I was having a conversation with my friend about the show and I've watched everything, and they said slavery, I would have gone, okay, you didn't watch the show that I watched. That, I, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, okay, it's, to me, it's about those things. Um, but I can't say much without... But you know, I, I'm your hindrance. No, 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 no. I can't say much without you because you understand what I'm talking about. Um, if I say, that's why I said what I said because I don't think you understand what I what I mean. But I think that's what the show is about. I understand the distraction bit. I understand not making decisions in the context of what I've watched. Mm -hmm. um, and I agree with you on that. I mm. can see. I can see, but I can see the very superficial view that your friend has or your, the workman has on that or like his slavery thing I don't agree but I guess from the context of who he is and where he comes from I, I can understand why he said that but either way it's a great show and when mm. I finish it we can probably have like a full mm. conversation about it so we mm. haven't finished it yet but um, I still think it's a fantastic show and I've heard there is going to be a season 2 definitely there has to be <laughs> okay <laughs> so, so obviously there's a um, 
there's a thingy point. And what else have you guys watched that? Oh, you, oh Ultimatum. Yeah. Yes, Ultimatum and... Um, oh, what else? Oh, I just saw so it. So, in watching Ultimatum... Okay, so, finally watched it, because I didn't want to watch it. First thing is, these are babies. You, do, this, you don't have to make the decisions now. That's the first thing. Number two, I just thought... You need therapists to support people in this because a lot of it is to do with communication. A lot of it is to do with fear of loss and abandonment. And there's a lot that could have been done to actually help them through it. Because like I always say, when we were younger, there were a lot of more people, well, nosy parkers mm-hmm. who try and tell you how you should be running your relationship. I'm not saying that's ideal. I'm not saying that that's the best. But the fact is, if people are invested in your relationship working, they'll try and go, okay, have you talked to this person about this and try to maybe facilitate some conversation mm. and i just didn't feel that this show gave that um as much credence as it could have but what i also took away from it is the fact that this show for people who like mess would have been much messier if they actually picked people who'd been in relationships for a longer period of time maybe five years yeah and were closer to their 30s and closer to their 40s because if it was the fact that um, having children was the big break, uh, was the big issue. That, you know, you can't escape your biology in terms of that. Mm. So there's more at stake. It just felt a lot more low stakes than high stakes. Yeah. But I just, it just felt like kids. And it's kind of like, oh, the grown-ups just gather around and go, okay, maybe you need a break. Maybe you need to talk about your feelings about each other and things like that. But my favorite character on this was April because mm. she just felt really real. I just wanted to hug her. She was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was yeah. Ultimatum for me. I saw Ultimatum as a um, study of people um, because I felt that it was the only, it's the only um, love show. I don't know what you Dating. call it. Well, well relationship show. show. Yeah, that I think, that I like and I think it's, better than the others because of there is some I'm not going to say care there was some allowance to not stick rigidly to a show set of rules to the format of the because show. they knew that real people were going through real things mm-hmm. like I proclaimed four or five times that they broke the show because there were moments where there was clearly going to be um, a specific way in which the show was setting its rules and that had to be broken because of the reactions and the behavior of the contestants. And I thought that it was correct they did that because they needed to confront what was actually happening as opposed to them saying something weird like, cut, no, everyone has to do this. It didn't, that would have been too, too artificial. So yeah. you're now saying that maybe there was some care in the show that normally we would not have seen. A little bit, yes, I think. And I, and I feel that it's the first show where I felt the hosts were uh, involved, more involved than they normally would. Um, particularly, I would give a lot Vanessa of... Vanessa Lachey. Yes, credence and also some criticism about Vanessa Lachey because Vanessa Lachey in this show, I believe, asked a lot of correct questions, but also showed a bit of her... Um, messiness. Messiness and, 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 and analysis that wasn't, I felt, not 
correct to certain people in the show. But generally speaking, I I, I saw it more, as you can tell, I saw it more as a study in, in how people are. And I agree completely with Honey that if the show skewered towards older, it would have fit more with the premise of the show. You would have to stick to the rules more. Mm. But because these are younger people and because they were having moments, it was... I could see why the show had to go the way it was. And it is messy, yes. But actually, at the end of the whole show... The reunion. Um, the reunion. There wasn't actually a lot of sex going on. Actually. <laughs> to be honest with you. Maybe we yes. didn't see it. No, no. But from um, what... Uh, because I, I actually read okay. later. Okay. So you're saying that people weren't really... You, people were not using it as an opportunity to cheat on their partners. On their partners. Sexually. They might have done... You know, above the bed thing, but they didn't. Above the covers. And 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 I thought that was interesting. Mm. Put it that way. I don't know if it's because of they maybe um, chose carefully the contestants that were on the show. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm curious as to the production side of that show because I don't know if they can re- they can bottle that magic again. They might look for like people might see the show. Then you might get people who come. And that's on. that's one of the I reasons don't I don't want to watch that um, Love at First Sight the second season because I because I think maybe people are a bit more self aware. Yes. So they may now be using it as okay. an opportunity to to get some clout. Okay, I'm going to come in and say something. Mm. I'm going to say first of all that I think I agree with you that these shows are like a study. That is how I view them: mm-hmm. a study of people. Mm-hmm. Because I. Because where I'm at in my life isn't where isn't the uh, ultimatum thing. So I can understand why it's more relatable to you guys mm-hmm. who have been in a relationship for a long time. For me, I find it interesting as well that, okay, this is a peek into that thing. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason why I keep championing Love is Blind and is because... Love I think is Blind, so Love is Blind too, yeah, okay. is because I think it's as fascinating as anything, the people in it. And ah, my other, my other having my my other friend, mm-hmm. African Kitch, I think she has an issue with it because she sees herself as someone that can go on that show. Ah. So, uh, so she didn't want to deal with the messiness of it because of, and she's told me this that it was just like I don't because of she didn't watch it because I think she has other feelings towards it. Has someone who would like because she wanted to go. Oh, okay, on it. okay, okay. I think that the reason why I keep saying we watch is that the people on it, because the second time around, you expect that, okay, this is going to be a bit weird. I think it is more fascinating than the first one because the people on it and what happens and what you think is going to happen. It's, as you said, Ayo, it's me. They broke the show for me a couple of times as well because I was like, no, this is what is meant to happen. But it didn't. That's why I don't want to... I know okay, I'm talking okay. in riddles. Okay, understand. Because I don't want to spoil it. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason why a lot of people talked about that show. Okay. And I do think... that I don't know if I would watch Love is Blind 3. But Love is Blind 2, for me, I was like, okay, this is eye-opening. And it actually confirmed a lot of things for me about people. Mm-hmm. And like what type of things? Like... Things about men. And the way they... They come in and say stuff in the beginning about relationships and what they are and how, to me, therapy is really needed. Not that it was needed on the show, but for, even in real life, that people walk around just carrying a lot of shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the way they then use that shit in their relationships with people, it's, 
not that it's, it's just like oh this just confirms that that yes everybody needs to get therapy mm-hmm. because you don't know how the stuff is going to manifest in your life mm-hmm. and also because of the um there are several women of color on it and the way mm-hmm. and i've said this and i think i said this when i we talked about it before i felt that the portrayal of the family the um indigenous families were fantastic like the the fathers and the mothers, the advice and stuff they gave, I was like, yes, <laughs> this is what we want. This is a good portrayal of how sometimes some um, people of color that their families can are quite close knit, and they even though that they know their son, even though their they son know and their, their daughter themselves. are crap, they will tell you the truth Ooh. that yeah, so dude. <laughs> The, it's I I thought the parents were one of the most fascinating things about it. Okay, so well. so there's that generational div- in, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's interesting. Because if you're an immigrant family or you are basically um well let's just say minority ethnic mm. in a predominantly white country, there's a there's going to be a different way you move in terms of your family sometimes. Yeah. Um, because you're still bringing your culture. Because sure remember when we were watching um. This oh, show, love is burning. Love is, no, yeah, no, sorry, ultimate, 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 ultimate. Remember the Shinik's family. R- yeah, Shinik's family and Ray's uh, dad. dad. Oh, very yes, interesting yes, because yes. they were different, but they were kind of the same. Because mm. Ray's dad was. He came across as a bit of a twerp, though. He did, but you could recognize that character in our in our in our um, in our community. And generationally as well. Mm. Particularly that we were going, okay, and also he didn't seem to be with Ray's mom. Mm. I don't know if he was, but he didn't seem to no, be. Um, so, it, yeah, okay, interesting. Yeah, but I, interesting. I find it as interesting as that. As interesting. Well. So, it'll be interesting with people that are ready in a relationship to see that, you know, to see that portrayal as well. And I understand that you go, oh, well, the second time around, the magic is gone and. People are now are doing this for oh, no, clout. No. Yeah, Clearly, that's that's just, it is a self-awareness. I, but yes, it's, I have to admit. It's a different city, and I don't know how close they did it, but it's not... If it was, I wouldn't have watched it, because you know straight away, mm. and like, ugh, no. And I'm probably not going to watch the third one, because the second one basically broke the internet in terms of how many people talked about it. So whoever is going to go on next, it's like Big Brother. They're probably that going to, yeah, yeah, Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So this brother, it's like, it, it, there'll be two, like, it's so I'm not, chasing. I'm probably not, I'm not, probably not going to watch the third season of Love is Blind. But the second season is fascinating. Okay. But yeah. Anything else that you guys watched? Uh, this is cake. No, is this cake? Oh, is you watch, you watch this cake. That's on my list. We told you. We told yeah, you. I, no, Are you so, so? Yes. We told you okay. that it was. Uh, it was thinking introduce us to it. Yeah, yeah. On the, yeah, um, I watched is this cake. Okay. Um, so this watched cake? it. Oh my goodness! I love it because I I, love I spent most of twenty twenty on Twitter mm-hmm. going is this cake is this no cake I and know. it's always cake. <laughs> <laughs> so watching the show on Netflix of is this cake was just really, really fascinating and. It just felt it just wholesome, Cute. you know, sweet, mm. low stakes. Very low stakes. Mm. You know, I hear there's a bit where and you love like, there's a bag of money and then yes. you yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. different types of that. money. So, so, yeah. so it's very, very good and it's very wholesome. So almost anybody can watch it really. Okay. And then I did we watch Turning Red recently? Yes. Yes, we did. Yeah, so yes. Turning Red. Turning we, Red as well, yeah. We watched that as well. I really like Never know. That's um, the last time I talked about Disney products was um, a Disney uh, 
movie. Oh no, okay, yeah, we did work on that. Sorry. So I'm still pissed off about Soul. <laughs> and honey uh sends uh this YouTube video which I recommend. Who who is the person? I recommend actually watching it because it breaks down um, She's we call Melina Pendulum. Aha, uh-huh, okay. Mm, but um, but now she's okay. called something else. Okay. Um but um it was I'm trying to look for the failure of Black Disney. That's what it's called. Um, on YouTube. Um, on YouTube. Um, it's fascinating. It sort of mm-hmm. breaks down all the uh, black Disney movies. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just mentioning that because Encanto was a breath of... Fre- uh, not Encanto, sorry. Turning Red. Turning Red was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, it was exactly. very differently done. Mm-hmm. It looks like it didn't fit the Pixar Disney mold. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Anything, honey? Any comments from you? No, nothing yeah. from me. Nothing. Okay. Uh, I watched Old Enough. Uh, I haven't finished it yet, but I've started to watch it. It's this Japanese program about these little kids, uh, four or five years old, who are given errands by their parents. And oh, it is I I saw. very wholesome, very, very cute. Um, you do think, shit, is this, <laughs> is this right? <laughs> but... Usually, the um, wherever how they filmed it is that they close off the, the neighborhoods that these children are going to be doing their errands in, oh. and the, the the cameramen that people are around do they try to hide? Mm, yeah. There's a very sweet instance where a little girl saw the cameraman and went up to him and went hi, and the cameraman was like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hi, <laughs> and then they're like, I'm going for an errand, like, oh. Okay, like <laughs> go. Oh, it's really so cute. Um, watch out for Yuta. Yuta is my favorite. His parents owns an orange, an orangery. Uh, I don't know. It's Mandarin. So would that be an orangery? A mandarin? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and he was sent to go home and make some mandarin juice. Oh. And he basically was like, his mom calls him. Okay, make sure you do it. And then, okay, put it down. I want to play with this dog? Then <laughs> 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 his mom was like, Have you made it? Like. Yes. No, you have to have no. <laughs> Make it okay. Then he sees food, eats that, goes to play with the dog again, <laughs> and then. How old are these kids? Four, five, six. Wow. My favorite so far is this little girl who was, I think she's six years old. It's she had the girls who get it. I know, and she had a younger sister who was ill. Her mom sent on an errand to give about three errands. Last was to get this massive letters from like a farm. They all live in rural areas, by the way, and. She she basically was like, okay, I'm going to plan my roots on what I'm going to do. Like, she did, one of the things was to get this hat from this um, shrine. And she was like, and she was going, she's like, no, let me go to mom's friend first so I can catch her at home. Then when I'm coming back, I'll get the hat and then get the letters. Mm-hmm. She was just so meticulous. And, she just, and each time she tell people that, oh, I'm going on an errand. Yeah. <laughs> my sister is sick. I'm going on an errand. It's, it was adorable. Oh. And you do think that, oh, is this okay? But, you know, they seem to be a safe environment. Yeah. And, and I think um, some people are like, oh, they should have like an English version. Oh, I was like, what's the English version? Like you sent Jimmy out for some fags. I mean, what? what, 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 what <laughs> but you can't, Jimmy can't go buy cigarettes now. That's true. <laughs> that was back in the day. What are you going to expect to do in the UK? And then to go to five guys. Exactly. I'm not going to say who it is, but I, you made me laugh because... When I was younger mm. in this country, mm. they would send an a child who was sixteen to buy 
alcohol. alcohol. Yeah, I know. Because it's an error. It right? just occurred to me. Yes, but remember, okay, so this is the thing, and I know some people are going to say, oh my God, honey. <laughs> but if you're living in a community that, you know, doesn't have that much going on, and everyone knows each other, and people know that your dad drinks, basically, the person <laughs> in the um, corner store yeah. is going to know no. that you're the child of someone. Mm. Yeah. And also, you know, and they may even have, um, you know, a tab behind the counter. Mm. You know, yeah, I'm a cup of some I'll go for me, da. And, you know, <laughs> That's pretty good. No, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. But yeah, and then the dad comes, then you know, maybe to come pick up something or chat, chat some shit with the store owner, and then settle the tab. But nowadays, obviously, because there are a lot more of us in society, and we are somewhat itinerant, so we're not creating those closely communities so <laughs> i'm following the letter of the law and the spirit of it because go like what, so, sorry what how old are you oh well no i don't care about your dad <laughs> <laughs> maybe in, in very rural areas in the uk they could do that probably. maybe very rural areas but not i think i can't see it happening in like i, mean, I just can't see yeah. it happening it's like go down to i don't know and like, go get my <laughs> Because they get some money. Yeah, like, go mm. buy a dress. Yeah, okay, maybe they'll send them to the supermarket to buy they uh, could. food. They could do that. Go to Sainsbury's and get some food. And you see them struggling with, like... <laughs> Guys, bags. in could the country where they carry their own children's backpacks and and thinking, I can't see that happening. I can't see it happening. I'm sorry. But I... Not in London. Maybe yeah. in rural. But, but it's just because... Oh, because I can, I can see it happening in India. I can see it happening yes. in Nigeria. Yeah. Basically, mm. where kids are used to going on errands. Mm. Mm. Well, I can't see it here. I'm sorry. I just... It's can't. just because I rarely see kids on errands in this country. Mm. Same. Honestly. I really did. I and I went out because watching this actually trigger your brain. Because yeah. I remember going on errands with I when I was young. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, go to the you know to the chemist and buy this. something. Yeah. And both of us to carry the yeah. basket together. together. If we're going to go and buy um, soft drinks yeah, and stuff. Exactly. And I don't. It's true, but it's very cute. Actually, I rarely see children around because this was always interesting true, to me. Actually, I see school kids on the bus making tons of noise. But I don't see people outside of school uniform as young kids doing, doing running no. errands. Mm-hmm. That is why every time I go to Nigeria and I'm surrounded by kids, I'm almost like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> where they from come from? Why and then there? after about a day or two, I get used yes, to, yes, yes. to it. But yeah, yeah in the sure. UK, I rarely see kids around. I, that's why I was like, I don't know. I don't they should do it in Nigeria. Old see. enough Nigeria. Yeah. Yes. I think that would be so cute. But yeah, I watched that. Adorable <laughs> you program. got pretend there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he's such a big boy now. And I was Aww. like, This boy, look at his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be distracted. <laughs> um, and I also watched um, The Dropouts as well. I will also. Everyone, um, yeah, because we're looking to watch that. I would just recommend that with. Uh, oh god, what's her name? Amanda Seafried. Amanda Seafried. Oh, okay. Honey did my There's this thing with Lil Wayne that we'll have to talk about when oh, you watch I've it. I've already seen Are that. Are you serious? Because obviously I'm sure it's doing the wrong. Someone just said, just give her the Emmy now. Exactly. <laughs> give her the Emmy. I told by Kenny, I was like, that, that scene? That scene is the Emmy. That's um, the Emmy. Give her the Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, when is it watch So that? it's on Netflix. That is on no, it's Disney Apple. Plus. Oh, it's on Disney Plus. Yeah, because yes. the Hulu yes, program. Yes, it's on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Because I knew it was either Apple or something else. Yeah. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> I watched. Um, oh gosh, it was quite kind of depressing. I watched Downfall, the case against Boeing. 
um that's on netflix it's it's, uh, it just basically makes you hate (laughs) corporations um it's about how boeing basically hid the fact that their mcas system didn't work oh Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, it's yeah. What's yeah. also interesting because they were doing they're doing an Abercrombie and Fitch documentary. Yes, I didn't watch that, but people were saying, "Oh, it's because they were care- that it was such a white company." I'm like, "Yeah, why do we need a documentary to explain why Abercrombie and Fitch yeah. didn't work?" Because yes, they were non-diverse, um, terrible. They and they kind of aged out. Well, their customers kind of aged out of the brand. No, honey, mm. I told you recently because I got I got some. Don't Abercrombie and Fitch has been doing some Fitch. real good body suits at the moment. Oh no, they've they mm. Abercrombie. Yeah, yeah. they've um, Yeah, branded. that's what I was saying mm. because I was not able to before. I wanted to buy mm. stuff. You can't because their sizing was even worse than I than remember. Topshop. I remember. Like they are they are. Large was like a small, medium. They didn't want to be beautiful people. And they were like, "Oh, you gotta be fit to wear our clothes." I'm like, "Oh, fuck you." <laughs> Um, and now they're now doing extra, extra, extra large. I'm like, oh, really? You've, mm. gap, you've now become gap. I mean, you know, yeah. anyway. They changed ownership. I, I, I like the bitterness in his voice. It's just clothes. You could go back to his elsewhere. Oh, no, because the clothes were, honestly, they are, they are thingies, they are they're, jackets. They're fur lined hoodies. They were amazing. Sherling line hoodies. Amazing. Yeah. And, and because they were really putting like stitch work, yeah, it was so amazing. Good quality work. But, oh, but only you for have thin, to be good size looking, eight. Exactly. white people. You have to be beautiful. So you're not beautiful enough for this. Exactly. Oh ridiculous. well. Like I'm going to take my ugly ass to <laughs> to Zara at the time. But even now, my ugly ass is not even possible because Zara's clothing, bloody yeah. hell, oh. it's so tiny. I can't. Even, I'm like, I can't God, fit. I've not even looked at Zara in like four years. I know because mm. I'm going. Okay, am I size 16 Zara? No. Am I size 18 Zara? No. Oh, so I'm wow. going. Okay. If I'm going to be a size 20 in Zara, I'm not sure be Zara. Because wow. <laughs> even my self esteem. Yeah, but their sizing is all over the place. Mm. And, but when I was last in America, I bought a couple of hoodies from Zara, which still fits me. But I cannot wear their dresses or some of their sweatshirts. Oh, no, no. I, I, I agree. I agree. I, I only buy, like when I go to America, that's when all of a sudden I remember about Banana Republic. Because I can't buy my Banana Republic here. My Republic here is a totally different sizing to Banana Republic in America. Is it? Yes. That's well, I thought it was the same It's the no, same size. No, it isn't. Because I have... Or could it be that maybe there's um, less um, option? In terms of it could be the same sizing as in the, um, in the U.S., but you don't have the option of sizing in the U.K. as much as you have in the U.S. Maybe that's what I mean. Because Probably. basically, they have better stuff. Because the, the shirts I have here... I went, went to America. Every time I go to Thingy, you're right, they don't have um, range, range and sizing. design, and they don't have sizing either. Mm. Um, and things just look drab here. Basic. Very basic. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, and the last thing I saw was Outrun by Running Man, which is on Disney+. Plus. It's by basically oh, okay. a spin-off of Running Man, the variety show. Mm. Outrun um, by Running Man. Yep. Uh, it's terrible. Don't watch it. Um, only five of the seven now seven members are on it, and they don't know what they're doing with it. The best episodes were actually was was when they sat down to reminisce about past episodes of Running Man. <laughs> but the fact is, but, but 
Yeah, yeah. this is the thing because you, know, you, because you were talking about Running Man. And, I love it, but because it's um it's in a different language and there's a different cultural context when you were watching the mm. Running Man show. So most people, and I can understand why, will not watch it if they that's not their language and that's not the culture. So I can understand why they want to do it in an English version for people oh, no, to enjoy. It's, it's the Korean version. It's but it's, oh, it's, it's not even English. No, it's in Korean. It's basically so like no, but for no. the so three of the run members. Out of ideas. So three of the members have basically, out of the seven, have said right. Let they're giving them a show on Disney Plus. Like oh, do a version of Running Man. Oh, but they on. don't. There's no. There's no idea because Running Man is basically some guests come on sometimes and they do games. But this one's like okay, we're not gonna do that. Let's do something else. So episode one is a drinking game, and then episode two we're gonna get a bunch of idols together. And we're going to do the chasing game. People who watch Running Man know what the chasing game is. But without, obviously, the full members. So it seems weird. Then episode three is, oh, let's look back and think, talk about all the past episodes of Running Man. Which was so sorry, way are you sure, better. But are you sure that the, um, the episodes of the show on Apple are for the people who've watched Disney. it? Or for the, or Disney, sorry. Mm. Uh, for the people who've watched it or for the people, maybe they're looking for a new audience. So if you've never watched it before, mm. what would your view mm, be? I think so. If you, I think it's for people who have watched it. But at the same time, it's meant to be an introductory, like, oh, you've never, you might have heard of Running Man. So come check this out and this might make you want to check out running man if you watched ep- if you made it to episode three <laughs> which is the episode where they talk about running man when you watch that you'd be like okay i think i need to watch running man but all the other episodes i i would like to hear it would be it would be quite interesting to hear from people who've never watched, watched running it man, to see if they like to it to see if they like it because if that is almost like um an introduction because like i said mm. if you don't understand the culture and you don't understand the language mm. there needs to be a way to hook people in i think it's a terrible thing. idea i don't think it would, it would hook people in. i don't think people are watching it on disney plus i think it's the likes of me and dami and some other people who watched running man who have gone oh let's watch that but, and it's interesting they have put on Disney Plus because all the other Disney Plus Korean um, content on um, that Disney Plus has purchased they haven't put on mm. Western Disney Plus. It's still region locked, mm. but they put this. Mm. It's uh, and it's rubbish. <laughs> but anyway, don't waste your time. It's terrible. So don't watch. I'm quite disappointed with it. Aww. But yeah, that's all I have watched. Oh, and God. this is the point when I tell you that we're going on hiatus. Mm-hmm. For a couple of months, we'll be back in July. Mm-hmm. Um, so till then, we'll watch a bunch of stuff and be able to, you know, uh, complain, <laughs> rant, also praise <laughs> um, whatever that we consume between now and then. That's but, true. Yeah, we'll be back in so July. So look forward to the next four hour podcast. I know, and to be sunny, really, really, really sunny then. Proper, proper weather. Mm, gin weather. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, that too, hun. Gin weather. So yeah, right. Uh, thank you, hun. Thank you, Mo. Thank you, Deji. Thank you, Mo. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Bye.